Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And the main one, Matt Murray. Hello. Um, we'd like to start the show by fen- thanking our Patreon producers. They are Aaron Patrick, Anthony Okenson, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit and Richard Sawyer. Uh, a new full Nels there. You can support us by going to www.patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for your support. And uh, we have just released our monthly bonus show, which you definitely want to listen to this month. Go and check that one out. It's um... I want to do the next one now. Yeah, I mean, really excited <laughs> yeah, I, about it. Yeah, we, we're doing something with that show now. We've got a purpose for it. Um, and I was a little bit worried that people weren't into it, but then all we've seen is positivity about it since. Yeah. So we're doing something with that show, and it's having, having rippling effects. <laughs> and, and basically so, near instant effects. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's nuts. Um, and so you can... Uh, you can go sign up to Patreon and listen to our bonus show at the $5 tier, I believe. Yeah. Um, that gets you the Patreon show. But then there are other tiers there where you can see us do our talks over lives or you can become a full Nels like our full Nels crew have done. Thank you very much. I think it's safe to say that we probably wouldn't be podcasting through these, <laughs> all of this <laughs> if it wasn't for your support. So thank you so much um, for your support on there. Right, should we get into feedback from last week's show, Matt? Let's do it. Uh, Ryan from Melbourne has emailed in. Hello, chaps. Uh, in this week's episode, uh, last week's episode, you read out a letter by a young person who had hidden the midnight resistance mouse pad before losing their virginity it reminded me of a time when your podcast was a soundtrack to me and my wife making sweet love after a hefty 21 month drought nine months pregnancy and one year of recovery slash lack of sleep etc i was lying in bed listening to an episode oh we're gonna hear the story i thought that was gonna be the end of the email but we're going into detail okay fine i was um yeah, if there's anyone under the age of 18 in the room, make sure they leave now. <laughs> I was lying in bed listening to an episode where my wife came in and lay on the bed too. Shortly after, we were rather sign. spontaneously, and the email says, at it. About halfway through, <laughs> is I realised... Is that one of the worst descriptions? <laughs> at it. It's up there. About halfway through, I realised you sure were still playing in the background. I didn't want to stop any momentum by reaching over to press pause. I didn't want to ruin the mood, especially if your smooth, dulcet tones were the reason for our rekindled passions. Oh, it wasn't God. worth the risk. <laughs> so I left you playing and carried on listening long after the lovemaking had ended. Just wanted to say thanks, Ryan from <laughs> Melbourne. Oh, mate. Brian, thank you so much no, for the Ryan. email. But... Right. Oh, Ryan, <laughs> thank you so much for the email, but... Um... I mean, that's... Don't contact I'll us see, ever again. I'll tell you what I'd like yeah. to know is what part of the show was was, was playing at oh, that well, time. that's it, isn't it? Could you, know, you imagine that if we were having like it? an arg? That's definitely the news. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the news. Oh, oh, well, I haven't got the quote here. Well, there's just like <laughs> rutting in the corner. I, and it's also, it's going to have it on the back of my mind whenever I'm talking on this podcast now that we might be the soundtrack to some lovemaking. So uh, if we are... You can stop now. You can stop. Honestly, Dave. Right, okay. that, yeah, I think you've just put them all off, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think I have. I think if they weren't already banging, uh, Sean, they are now. Yeah, if anything, it's <laughs> so, heightened the passion. 
<laughs> Do people play this out of speakers though? Because I only ever listen to podcasts on headphones. I've never understood. Do any uh, of you guys listen to podcasts on speakers? If I'm doing housework, I'll sometimes I'll either use a smart speaker or I'll just play it on the phone and just chuck yeah, it on the bed yeah, or whatever. If I'm washing I'm, up yeah. or yeah, yeah if I, basically if, if I'm in any room in the house where it's just me, the, a podcast is playing on the phone. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so if I just go, the person listening to this is a nerd. Like <laughs> that might be picked up by some people. Probably, I, yeah. That might be a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah. a massive shock. Like, <gasps> hang on, <laughs> I never knew. Whoa, what? What he's got this? a skateboard. Why would you? <laughs> I thought you were a rad dude. <laughs> Are we talking about Jill here saying this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Let's go to the next bit. Of uh, Dean Gresty. All right, boyos. I take issue with Matt's comments when discussing the new Assassin's Creed game, particularly regarding the general consensus from other pod members that a smaller game is a good thing. I believe Matt's exact comment was, "This map's going to be smaller." Uh, which is always a good thing. Uh, that was obviously in reference to Valhalla. Um, maybe this relates to the personal preference of pod members not wanting to overly invest too much time into one game, especially if it's a series they had little interest in um, the past. But as someone who loved Odyssey, I say make Valhalla at least the same size or bigger. Don't get me wrong, I've got limits which usually stop with procedurally generated games like No Man's Sky, whereby I have no desire to infinitely wander around everlasting universes. But with decent purpose-built open-world games, there's nothing better than exploring beautifully crafted worlds and being blown away by the level of detail put into such a vast, vibrant, and content-filled environment. If Bungie announced that Destiny 3 was going to be smaller, or Rockstar announced a smaller GTA 6 map, surely you boys would be a little disappointed or even concerned. Map sizes are a bit like getting a new TV for your living room. A new TV for your living room. If you're getting a newer and better model, then it has to be at least the same size or bigger, right? Unless you're like my gran, who's constantly moaning about the size of the TV I bought for her. That's who you're being, Matt. My gran. One love <laughs> from Dean. What's wrong with Dean's gran? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being Dean's gran? She's probably all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, sure, she's a lovely lady. Awesome. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, well, one. Oh, I think there's a few factors here. Uh, ma- massive, massive games. I, I, I talk get intimidated. I'm like, I, you know, I prefer smaller experiences generally these days. Yeah. But also, when it comes to open world stuff, I would rather. Well, I obviously want no filler or very little filler. You know, if it's a massive world, but every every millimeter of that world has something in, something exciting to see and do, then I'm fine with that, I guess. But if there's filler or if there's just like a massive map and I'm overwhelmed with the things to do, I'm like, I would rather a smaller, more concise, yeah, more fine experience. Like, something like GTA is, you know, certainly usually is like incredibly dense and it's all almost always like all story stuff, right? It's always interesting stuff happening in all these different locations whereas i can't speak for the more recent assassin's creed so i'm gonna get shouted at but <laughs> but you know when it's just like find the feathers or whatever it is like here's a fucking map that's just littered with shit go and pick it all up <laughs> that's that's yeah. not as interesting to me and i mean i, I, I gather well, that i mean stuff I, has, think, has improved, I think we but. could all agree with that couldn't we but that's that's kind of not what you're saying i mean as you say we can't speak for assassin's creed because we haven't played those and they you know we're talking about the size of the maps for assassin's creed games um for games that we you know we don't know how dense those maps yeah, are because we haven't played through them and he, he mentions here in the email like about you know about the level of detail that there is in these huge maps it's not like that 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 isn't the case it seems yeah, I, I think he's got. I think he's talking about visuals, though, not necessarily gameplay stuff. 
But I think the point. I, point I think the point is, yeah, it's it's just that like Assassin's Creed especially has a bit of a reputation for just giving you way too much shit to do. Like I know people who liked Odyssey and they're just like, yeah, the map's just littered with stuff, and the, and you'll ignore most of it. I mean, and obviously. There's a reason Ubisoft keep doing this because obviously people must like it, like enough people must like it. Um, but yeah, personally, I would rather things were a bit well, pinned down. That people moment. like it enough that they've like copied the template across pretty much all of their games, which yeah. is really <laughs> yeah. irritating. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Want to the funny difference. thing about this is I think yeah, so this this was sparked from the I think the rumor at a time that Valhalla will be smaller, and I was like, okay, this sounds good. Actually, in the last day or so, they confirmed now it's going to be bigger. They're not to see. Um, yeah, so, so so what he's saying then still stands, right? You heard that um, a game was coming out that you have no idea what what the map's going to be like uh, was going to be smaller, and you were happy about that because it was going to be smaller than another game that you hadn't played. I think it's fair to hold your hands up and say, actually, yeah, maybe I should rethink the way that I'm thinking about these no, games. No, no, because Matt's, Matt's point was just broadly that, yeah, like none of us have time to play really long games with loads of filler these days. I think that's entirely yeah, fair. Yeah, so, so I prefer like a smaller, more refined experience. But um, yeah, I haven't played the, the most. I haven't played um, Odyssey, so I can't comment on that. So and well, I've we never don't really know how much filler was in Odyssey. Do we? I mean, I, I, I have just started Odyssey. Just I, to I, have I, a I'll, be look. Fair, I'll be honest, I do want to play it. I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm bored or, or what, but I sort of do fancy giving <laughs> it a go. So I bought it. Uh, did you pick up the, the Epic Store deal, Matt? Well, I, I got a £10 voucher today. It's only like £16 anyway, isn't it? So, well, it is. And if you get the free uh, GTA Five, you get a £10 off yeah, voucher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I got a voucher. So yeah, um, I, I might pick it up for PC. So yeah, so I've done, I, I've maybe done it's that. Maybe to talk about Valhalla or Next Gen or... Oh, I'm just bored, but I'm, I would like to try, and I never tried Odyssey either. Well, the way I saw it is that if even if, like, as I always say with the Assassin's Creed games, even if I don't enjoy them, which I often don't, um, they're always a nice bit of virtual tourism, which at the moment we could all use. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think um, this kind of reflects our attitude towards Assassin's Creed, and um, we've been pulled up on it before. It's never been a series that any of us have been particularly into, and. Mm. Um, so as I was saying, I mean, I started Odyssey this week and it is, I think it's more of an intimidation thing rather than a what we want the game to be thing. Mm. Um, like, I don't think we're sitting there going, oh, I want the map to be this size and I want this many things to do in it. I think it comes across as that in shorthand, um, mm. but I don't think that's where we're coming from. Because certainly when I started this game uh, in the week, I was it was flashing up all this information and it was no more information than Final Fantasy was flashing up. Like, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy was flashing up, look, here's how you level up. These are the items you level up. This is what you got to buy. This is what you got to uh, improve on. This is where you can buy things. These are what the characters do. I mean, Assassin's Creed is doing exactly the same thing. I just think it's an in- intimidation thing where... Yeah, but in Assassin's you're, you're Creed, get- is Tifa in Assassin's Creed? Uh, she's not, no. Forget it. <laughs> but um, it's, it's more the fact that you're, you're getting you're getting into an Assassin's Creed game, which has been a series of games. So suddenly, you know, I think a comparison with Final Fantasy is quite fair because they seem to be self-contained stories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, certainly now, yeah. Obviously, I think it was after Assassin's Creed 3, they ditched the whole Desmond thing. I think they've been all been pretty much like, you can, you know, take Yeah, and that was only just bits of it, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah, yeah. like the full thing. So when I started this game, I was kind of like, Ah oh, man, there's so much to learn here, and knowing the length of 
this game, do I really want to? Because I can't see myself finishing it. I can't see myself putting 50 hours in, which in itself is unfair because I might get into it, you know, mm. and then, you know, I'm not I'm not against putting 50 hours of games. I think it's way more of an intimidation thing than it is a, this is what I want this game series to be. Because if they come out and said, okay, it's 30 hours long, right? The The map is half the size. I still don't think any of us will be rushing out to get it day one. Because we just find it hard to get into Assassin's Creed games, I guess. So I yeah. used to love them. I played I think, all like the earlier ones. I, I really liked them right at the, at the start, but then I just fell off them and just couldn't be bothered anymore. Was it so, just because there were so many of them? Yeah, it's because they just kept releasing like one a year for such a long time, and there didn't ever seem to be like such a like a massive difference in them until was it Odyssey was the first one that they really sort of shook up a lot. Uh, no, it was the one before Origins, wasn't it? Origins, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the um, yeah the the Egyptian one. Because before yeah. that, they seemed to have the same formula. I thought, I don't really want to just play the same thing over and over again. Like in the I mean, Black the Flag was, pretty, was a pretty big departure as well. That was the first one I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. I think it's a fair point that he's making there. And I think when I read that email, I was kind of like, okay, you make a very good point. Because if we all love GTA, and if GTA announced a new game and the and the map size was half the size or the same as it was in 5, we would all be going, what? Why? <laughs> why, is, why isn't it bigger? Um, and I think that's because we're comfortable with GTA, whereas we're not comfortable with Assassin's Creed because of partly due to lack of experience, partly due to intimidation uh, in terms of content and size and... Uh, we haven't built up that trust with the developer. So I, I, I think it's just a different way of looking at it and maybe that shorthand way without us delving too much into our thoughts on Assassin's Creed and why we haven't got into it, that's kind of how it may have come across. But I'll see what you're saying. Cool. Luke Summerhays. Hi, guys. Loving the show as per usual, blah, blah, blah. Listen to last week's show. The chat about a pregnant woman or using a, ch- a pregnant woman for cheap emotional value gave me flashbacks to GCSE drama. We were doing some interpretive silent bollocks when I was supposed to be running from a volcano or something, and the teacher was telling us it lacked emotion. When she next checked on us, we did the exact same routine, but I pretended I was holding a baby in my arms. This time, she praised us effusely for how raw and emotional and real our performance was. It was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it needs. And on, and on, you know, doing amateur dramatics or getting into acting, just, just pretend you're a pregnant woman. Done. Yep, hundred percent. Emotion um, check. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure because obviously this is. What was the name of the game? I've already forgotten. It was that medium one. Medium, no, that no. was it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying that's, that's right. what they are doing. I just, yeah, it's it's something that really stresses me out. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely ups the ante, doesn't it? Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I, how much? Yeah, I mean, is it on them or is it on us? Because it's like, I mean, what are we saying? I mean, we they do it have... on purpose, right? Like whether whether or not it's used as a cheap trick or whether it's because they're trying to offer some genuine insight. Like it could go either way, but I think they know that it, it heightens the tension for most yeah, people. Yeah. Surely. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but it does. Yeah, I mean, that would do naturally, wouldn't it? But um, I, I yeah. How, how do we get away from it? Your your first thought being, this is bit is this a cheap trick to make us care more? I suppose um, it's just a case of more games doing it well, right? And to the yeah, point yeah, that yeah, I can yeah, just totally, be like, yeah. Yeah, well, do you know what? It's not always going to be, a, a, say, a cheap trick or whatever. But yeah, Sean, have you seen a quiet place? I haven't. No, okay. There's a 
it's a it's a thriller. I, I wouldn't say it's a horror. It's a thriller, but it's like you know, obviously, no one can make a sound, and uh, there's a female woman in that. Uh, sorry, a female, a pregnant woman in that. Female woman, yeah. Female woman, yeah, yeah. Female woman. Yeah, there's, there's a pregnant woman in that, and it's mm-hmm. um, that that also obviously massively ratchets up the tension. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. You know Anyway, good. Uh, also, cool. uh, Luke continues. Also, after the Chorv's chat last week, I thought you might be amused <laughs> by a little factoid I learned a couple of weeks ago when I was writing a lesson about the letter U. U and V used to be the same letter. U was lowercase and V was the uppercase letter. How you pronounce it just depends on context. So, thanks. So, what thanks you're saying you. is it's okay, definitely that, Chorv's. Level, level 14 of typewriter there. Thanks for spoiling it, mate. <laughs> we uh, yeah, come on, calm down. Uh, th- we talked last week about music games uh, randomly, and Mike uh, at Gadget Eight Bit on Twitter uh, read the music game discussion on the last pod. Rocksmith is currently the best rhythm action uh, rhythm game out there at the moment, seeing as it gets you playing a real instrument and building a skill rather than pouring a plastic tat. It's a fair point. I've, everyone I know who's actually put any time into it, are like, yeah, this is actually incredible. Um, but it's it's one of those. I, I feel like it's a barrier because I know. Obviously, you need a real guitar of some description, and is there? I think there's a device that you can fit to it to allow Rocksmith to use it. But part of me thinks, ah, oh, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the, what you have to cable, buy, what's the oh, actual. No, you, oh, like, yeah, you need a specific cable, don't you? A USB to. Oh, is it just a cable? Okay, I thought it was like well, something that actually yeah. like fit to the bridge of the guitar or something. But, um, but yeah, I could just look that up. So that's not really an excuse, is it? But I feel like yeah, the, the messaging isn't 100 percent clear on that, right? I think, you know, it's not like... Yeah, I mean... It's not like the other it's like, just buy the plastic instrument. It's like, well, it uses a guitar. It's like, well, what, can you buy it with a guitar? Do you have to buy a guitar? Does it have to be a certain type of guitar? Probably not, but... Yeah. Also, it's intimidating, isn't it? If they went down to, say, four or three strings, then, you know, we might okay, be interested. Yeah, like this, yeah. yeah. And maybe yeah, the strings yeah. are different colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's and if they right. And if they could guarantee it was only going to take 20 hours to master it instead of... 50 <laughs> exactly and maybe exactly. it's like you can do something to convert your real guitar into like just say just has like four buttons or something or five buttons it's yeah. like you're going in two different directions with this joke people we need to get back on the same <laughs> it, it's same like choose your own adventure uh, roll six if you want to carry on with my way and roll a one if you want to go Sean's way Sean's way right let's get let's make sure you roll a one there James I've make just... sure you roll <laughs> <laughs> I've just um, I've just googled it, and the you know Google's like, oh, here's what people ask about it. First question: Does Rocksmith really work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the answer is: While Rocksmith does a pretty decent job of teaching you to play songs, it really doesn't make you a well-rounded musician. And that's from guitar. Well, no, obviously, it would. Guitaradvise.com. Comment that. But yeah, but it, it'd be a bloody good start, though, wouldn't it? And if you're like maybe not sure, not not know where to go, it must be a great sort of you know onboarding. God, I just the, the, I I imagine the music snobbery that yeah. that revolves around that. No one's expecting to pick that up and get talent like become a talented musician. It gets you playing a guitar. It gets you understanding how to hold and use it. I'm all for rock. It's just, it's nice, that's just but... like all the stuff with like ring fit and everything, isn't it? It's like, of course, <laughs> yeah, of yeah, course, you're not going to be exactly able to run a marathon, you know, yeah. after you've done that for a couple of weeks. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. probably a bit it's, helpful. It's like some, it's somebody goes down the no gym all the time looking at a ring fit and going, "We well, ain't going to get muscles from doing that." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, mate. Look at me. I just want to get my heart beating again. Uh, SMW and not a spaceship on Twitter. Uh, we obviously talked about the Xbox show last week and, uh, you know, the whole 
what will Microsoft support, etc., etc. To clarify the Xbox confusion, Microsoft have semi-officially said, I mean, we're already on shaky ground. See, I was going to say, <laughs> to clarify. <laughs> well, yeah, well, here comes the clarification. Uh, Microsoft have uh, semi-officially said first-party games will support the family of consoles for a couple of years. Third parties can make separate current and next-gen versions, only support next-gen or use smart delivery. Um, all current very, very games will work on Series X and there's like an asterisk there saying when, there will probably be some that won't work due to weird music licensing issues but That's point. as it stands all current gen games will work on C- Series X but they might not be right. made, like optimised for Series X I've got a question party. okay go on what's smart delivery? we haven't heard of smart delivery that, oh, I've well, heard we of it. We discussed it last week. Oh, I've heard of Smart <laughs> Delivery. I just have no idea what it is, baby. <laughs> it's just an initiative whereby uh, whatever whatever Xbox you've got, if you've got an Xbox title, it will work the best. <laughs> you, you will have the best version of that game okay, on well, each console. That's, that's about as clear as mud. Anyone else want to give it a go? <laughs> 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 yeah. What was that? Yeah, so basically, no matter, no matter what, what console you've got, uh, if you buy a game, you'll get the best version of that game for your relevant console. Okay. Rather than doing EA way, maybe potentially making two different versions, you'd buy mm. one version of Forza 6, and whether you've got an Xbox One or Series X, you'll have the best version. I don't know what best version means, really, because, anyway. <laughs> this is it. Well, it's just the talking. version built for your yeah. hardware, right? Yeah, so, you do, so you do, there is an Xbox delivery? One version, there isn't a Series X version, there's just an Xbox version, and Smart Delivery enables, you know, it will, once devs uh, you know, use it, enables me no matter what kind of, I can buy an Xbox One version of Forza put it in my Series X and now I've got the Series X version that's what smart delivery okay. is okay am I right. gonna like, I don't know why like, oh, as it? the owner of a, an OG Xbox One I, like every time I load a game up and it's like smart delivery I'm gonna be like great I've got the worst fucking yeah. version of this game <laughs> Yeah. Well, you probably got the worst version of that game, regardless. Like, like even currently, there's no difference. Yeah. We have, we have smart it. delivered the worst version to your console. Enjoy. Smart delivered. What an awful name for that. It implies <laughs> you know something I mean? much cleverer than it is, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I first heard the phrase "smart delivery," it was a while ago. I thought, do you remember when they were talking about now the Xbox will sort of know what games you like and will automatically start downloading them <laughs> before you've even decided to choose to download it? Like, that's what I thought that was. But all, um, all it like is, it is basically really quickly. It's just, no, it's just like saying your machine is clever enough to download the right one. It's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, well. I don't know about that. Um, it, I'm not. I'm not on board with that phrase. But you know, you crack on Microsoft. You crack on. Right. Any anything else? Um, Jake at Jake Invaders on Twitter. Kind of James to recreate being on a plane for all of us during lockdown. <laughs> Between the jet engine PS4 fans and the tinny mic, I kept expecting him to tell me it's 2 p.m. local time of blue skies and temperature 23. Enjoying. Thanks for pl- uh, flying with Farley Jet. I mean, again, maybe that's a, an, a, you know, an experience that people are a little bit nostalgic for, and that's why you wanted to do it. Is <laughs> yeah. I did put a I very mean, clear like, notice on the stream that there was a video that I was aware of the fact yeah. that there was a problem with this being so really I want to bring this up, James, because I had this issue massively on my stream on Sunday. But is this, is this after you've done the, the, no. the air... That was before. Okay, thank God. Okay. It was way before, yeah. It's, uh, good, no, good, it good. doesn't sound like that anymore. It's... um. After I did it, I couldn't believe the difference. Like I couldn't believe it. It just sounded almost like it did when I first bought it. And then now it's still now it's it's 
it's if I'm playing because I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn and that was really making it go crazy before. Yeah, yeah, that does. Yeah. And but now it's it's bearable. Like it's nowhere near like the levels it was. I mean, <laughs> it was it was to the point where like Chen would come into the room from another room and be like, "What are you doing in here?" Because it was just because it, it was so <laughs> yeah. loud. Whereas now she walked in and she didn't even realize it was on, which is I mean I, I'd say that's a win. So it, it's totally <laughs> worth doing, and it's not that difficult at all. It's just you know take the top off and then just shoot compressed air into bits of it to get. Yeah, I've got compressed air arriving tomorrow because my stream on Sunday the, uh, the 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 PS4 was so loud that I had to turn the game the actual game volume up so like <laughs> we can't hear you or the game. But Matt, what is, it was and people were coming to chat saying what is that? And I, I was like, it's it's the it's the PS4. No, what what was your that? stream was uh, it was unreal when I turned it on. It was literally could barely hear you and you just heard. People thought it was a PC. No, like the PC is silent, but this is uh, no, that's from PlayStation. Yeah. But the thing is, because I, I rarely play on PlayStation, I mostly just play Xbox, so I don't really notice it. And when I do mm. play PlayStation, I say I've Final Fantasy, I've got headphones in, so again, I haven't really noticed it. But anyway, the, com- the compressed air arrives tomorrow. Hopefully, I don't destroy my PlayStation, which is very, very possible. But uh, yeah, no. Joe, Joe walks out of the room now. The moment I turn that PlayStation on, really? if she knows that I'm playing that in the evening, she's like, all right, see you later. I can't <laughs> sit here and listen to I'm that. I think, to be fair, it's nowhere near as loud as yours two were so i think i i think i had hoovered it out at some point so maybe that helped yeah. um but it's yeah i mean jesus christ yeah, i cleared the dust out of the sides but I haven't, i've never opened it so because i know that some people go as far as um taking the cpu the off and paste. putting new paste yeah, on it do, stuff, don't they yeah. not not mucking Fuck. around with that yeah no i, I, I don't blame you it's terrifying it's sort of <laughs> redoing thermal paste is is terrifying but when when you first lift the CP off and you realise what was paste is now just like a load of cracked dust, yeah. and, you, and you do sort of think yeah. like, okay, I'm still scared, but this is definitely worth trying. Yeah, I, I'd just when be you worried see the paste I'm... is now just a single flame flickering. Yeah. <laughs> I was just worried if I did that, I'd bend some pins or something. You know, true. So... Oh, <laughs> always a risk, James. That's not always impossible. a risk. Let's not, um, let's not get personal, James. <laughs> I tell you what though you've got to sit I've got to sit James down in front of the Xbox One X at some point next time he's over in 2023 yeah. um, I've got to sit you down in front of the Xbox One X because it is it's so funny the difference like yeah. you play a game on the Xbox mine is literally I've never heard the fans on that thing well, whatever they also, did to that thing the like the crazy diff- like load speed like, like the other week we played Streets of Rage 4 <laughs> oh, yeah, and, yeah. and like we just were like loading up the levels and they it was like, has yours crashed? And I was like, no, it's still loading. And it was, it was about a minute. Yeah, it's it took just to load. Streets of Rage Four. You wouldn't expect that to be a powerhouse of a game. No. Yeah. We were waiting about a minute. Like after I got into the, you know, waiting for the level to start, I think I had to wait about a minute and a half for James's <laughs> Xbox to load the level. See, James, I'm still convinced your Xbox is just fucked, man. I, I think, I, it, I think be. it must be because that's the thing. Because when I play it on Switch, like the levels were loading like instantly, and I'm like, yeah. what is? I, I think maybe it's just like the hard drive's like really fragmented or something like that, and it's just Could be, yeah. had it. Yeah. No, because just because when I got the Xbox One, I like because I'd heard all your horror stories. I was just thinking it was just going to be awful, but it's all right. It is awful. It's, it's a, <laughs> and it's not I, even I mean, like I, the fans aren't. It does this weird thing. It's basically silent apart from every so often. It's like it just needs to clear all the cobwebs out, and it just yeah. goes like, like and just roars out of nowhere, yeah, and then it is quiet. Like the yeah. Xbox One I've got is quiet. It's certainly yeah. not loud. Does yours do that thing though, where it switches itself on, like just randomly? No. 
because no, that, no, yours is sometimes so James. James, just get an Xbox One X. <laughs> yeah, it's too much just money. Get a Series isn't it? X, oh, and a Series uh, S. Right, while while we're on this, is, does the Xbox just not download stuff when it's turned off? It, uh, no, download stuff. Yeah. If it's well, in mine, standby, it's supposed to. But I've heard miss also, sometimes so, it doesn't. How do you people. put it in standby rather than turning it off? You've got you to go to like the... eco settings and oh, stuff for like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, settings. Because yeah. yeah. it's taken me about a month to download GTA 5 and it's not even on Game Pass anymore. So. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, you should definitely just put. Yeah, check that out. It's definitely a set. Yeah, yeah. James, yeah. get an Xbox One X. Just get one now. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> no, 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 James, James, don't get, don't get one X. Just get an Xbox. Just get Xbox. Yeah, just get Xbox. <laughs> just get Xbox. Well, no, they, we, 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 just get an X, James. Get X. You love it. It's fucking mad, that console. You'd love it. Mm. It's ridiculous that you haven't got one. That is it for f- Fucking 50 switches in your house, <laughs> and you haven't bought a fucking... And you're struggling loading the streets of Rage fucking 4. <laughs> that is it for feedback. Is that a computer game pod on Twitter? Or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Uh, let's get some news then. Okay. News. Yeah. Um, live streaming viewership has grown 99% this year. and uh, But Mixer has grown 0.2%. Wow. <sighs> that is bad. Not this it? year. In a year. In a year, yeah. So year. what it is Which is year? that... I mean, obviously, well, from April to April, I think it was. Okay. So, I mean, since lockdown, obviously, people have been watching more streams. But, like, Twitch has seen an increase. It, they, last year, this April last year... They were logging 750 million hours watched. This year, it's 1.4 billion. So that's wow. quite Jesus. a big increase. YouTube gaming has also increased, increased like 238%. Uh, Facebook gaming also has increased by 200, I think it's 238 also. It's like Jesus. A, a large number. Yeah. And Mixer has done 0.2%. And which is it, which is a bit weird because I mean Ninja started that exclusive deal in August last year and Shroud was like shortly after that, but none of these seem to have really helped to sort of move the dial for like mixer numbers. And apparently, some I mean I don't even know I don't know who's actually done this, but some people that had moved over to Mixer have now re-signed with Twitch again um, because oh, cause, yeah, because obviously their their contracts are on a time limit thing, right? Yeah, so, and also their numbers had like dropped considerably, so they were like... They were saying, you know, hasn't Ninja only got like a year left on his contract with Mixer? And, you know, by the looks of it, it'll just go back to Twitch like the moment that ends. It's, yeah, and will yeah. get a massive pay pay deal to go back to Twitch. I mean, but, well, I mean I, it, well, it depends, doesn't it? They might not even need to pay. Like, that's that's the craziness of it. I mean, if, if Mixer are not willing to... Well, yeah, good point. Yeah, he'll go back anyway. Like, where else is going to go? Facebook gaming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's... it's um, I mean, it's an interesting one. I, I, where do you think Mixer is failing so badly against well, these other two? There's a report from on um, MSFT, which is like a you know it's a site that like monitors Microsoft and stuff. And they had like a the quote from that says it says Mixer has had a few had a, a rough few months that involved the original founders leaving the business alongside a general manager and corporate vice president. However, what hasn't been reported is that over the last six months there have been uh, 16 layoffs due to budget cuts, which have shed roughly 25 percent of an already skeletal team and are causing feature releases to slip um, schedules. So Okay, that's fine, but I don't think that has a massive effect on people watching, right? No. That's that's all in the background. So where do you think they're going wrong fundamentally? I think it's visibility. From- it's because yeah. if you if you think about it, you've got like YouTube, like everyone has that on their phones, you know, everyone has that on like TVs and stuff like that. The mixer app is not like it's not something that's like very obvious, is it? Like it you it does, they don't have apps for like presumably for like smart TVs and th- some you know for, for everything like Twitch does obviously YouTube does 
it's just not visible enough. I think people don't care. It's like yeah, it's the um, same as Bing. It's like you only hear Microsoft employees mention it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> how how worried should we be of that though? Like if if no one can come out with a new streaming service, is that going to be an issue? Yeah, because um, there I, should there should be some healthy competition, shouldn't there? Like you can't just mm. like we've seen how how Twitch feels able to just do whatever it wants with like. Mm. You know, especially with its larger streamers, like, oh, we've got some, you know, rules and stuff. But if you're popular enough, just break them. Doesn't we'll pretend to care for two weeks and then it's fine again. Um, so, so yeah, stuff like that is potentially a problem. And obviously, you know, that there will be situations where maybe they don't treat um, some of their streamers quite so well. And if those streamers have nowhere else to go, that's bad. Um, I suppose. If I mean, their main their main competitor is YouTube, I guess is that are they the top yeah. two? Yeah, YouTube yeah. are probably a next, and then you've got Facebook Gaming, which is growing, mm-hmm. um, but obviously not any. And I mean, Facebook Gaming apparently, I think most of the content is like mobile games as well, like people are watching instead. Mm. So Makes it's sense. not really quite the same. But um, yeah, it's not so good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we need we need more competitors in the space. So it's, um, I mean, it's not the end of Mixer, but it doesn't seem like it's, you know, going in a good place. I mean, plenty mm. of people I've seen that have gone over to, even like small, much smaller uh, streamers have gone over to Mixer. Uh, I notice now they're like, hey, so I also do a Twitch stream on these days and Mixer streams on those days. Ooh. You know, uh, so even the people who, who like jumped, you know, two feet into Mixer, uh, maybe they got a deal, or maybe not. Maybe they wanted to just try and own a small space of a, or a, a larger space of a smaller uh, pond, if yeah. that works. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, but it, even there, like, oh no, I'll do Twitch stuff now as well. So interesting. I think a massive thing actually is, and I've mentioned this before. It's it's, it's the Amazon thing. Yes, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, absolutely. Like, so many people have Amazon accounts, and that's advertised there. It's like, and, and that's and they're like, hey, if you stream, it's like that. That's just such a massive deal. I think actually, I heard a rumor, or maybe I don't know if it's confirmed or what, but. No, actually, I think it was confirmed. Basically, you could use your Microsoft reward points to give people free subs on Mixer. Now, the Microsoft reward points isn't even a massive thing. I mean, I, I I do it every day, but it's not it's not like a well known thing, is it? No. Microsoft reward points. I, where I, like, I I don't think that's as big as you you make it. I mean, it's it's big for the content creators. Mm. I don't think it's necessarily why people go and watch Twitch over any other platform. No, but I think more people. Uh, will be thinking. Well, if I'm going to stream, I've got you know that they will be more yeah. aware of Twitch. Maybe yeah. for Amazon, maybe if you're not, maybe for promotions. And I think I just all, all adds up to like this. If I was going to stream anywhere, oh, I'll, I'll do it through Twitch because of this all these benefits. Whereas mm. like Mixer, what is Mixer? And also, you're totally right, James. The lack of sort of like TV apps, other things. It's not everywhere like like Twitch and I mean YouTube and stuff are so. I don't, know, also, I don't know what else they can do. They've obviously put massive money into like getting big people like Shroud and like Ninja. And I, I, I was thinking the other day, like I really miss watching Shroud streams. I used to watch him all the time on Twitch. Yes, of course, I could still go up to Mixer, but I just don't because mm. the people I watch are on Twitch. And it's like I, I, I want him to sort of leave and come back over, <laughs> over to Twitch. Um, I'm surprised. So, I mean, Microsoft can't Sorry, be. Can't, you, know, you can't say Microsoft haven't tried. They certainly no, put their money where their mouth is in terms also, of getting the big people over, but I don't know. They won't give up either because they, they, they're not going to close this. This will just keep going because I think it's another one of those things which is a bit like Bing, mm. which is like it's there and they need to be in that space. Even if it's not like number one or whatever, they still need to have like a presence there. Mm. And, and success, and like, yes, it might be like nowhere near Twitch, but it's probably still making like, you know, millions yeah. or whatever well, a I, year. So 
like Bing does. I mean, Bing does make the money. Like they get quite a lot of cash out of it, but um, it's just not as popular. I, I can't wait to see these this report in a year's time. Obviously, lockdown happened yeah. for us in like mid March. Obviously, in many parts of the world, it still even isn't even a thing. So yeah, next year, sort of April twenty twenty to April twenty twenty one, that's going to be fascinating to see those figures because that's going to blow up even more. Mm, we'll, we'll mix a go great in all point two. I, mean, I guess that depends. I mean, obviously. These big con- these big sort of um, deals that they've done with people like Shroud and Ninja, I know we keep mentioning them too, and there are others they've done deals with. Like this is hope you'd think it's a long play for the next Xbox as well. You know, when Ninja does or someone does a stream showing Halo Infinite gameplay or something, I mean, you've got to imagine they will be using them somehow to mm. to help with sort of like new Xbox content. Maybe that's when we go see larger increases or whatever. Hasn't it? I mean, just in terms of functionality, I'm surprised we didn't see more. Like, because you know, because I think it was Mixer the first to offer co-streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I, still in beta now on Twitch. It's not even like a. It's, it's only for partners, yeah. sorry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm kind of. I don't know. I feel like that would be quite a significant edge, but then it would be perfect for us, and we haven't bothered. So, <laughs> Well, Sean, I can tell you about that, oh, because yeah. me and Matt tried. Oh, really? It, we, we had a ridiculous situation with that, because you yeah. can't just sort of log in and start using it. Right. You have to watch all these like online safety videos first, <laughs> and then you have to like sign a thing to say that you're not going to do anything bad. Wow. And then you have to wait, like I think it was two days. Yeah, you got to send um, off before. and wait for like time to be approved. <laughs> yeah, before you're approved. And it's like Jesus. that's not how streaming should be. No. It should be you just press stream, like and uh, yeah, it's it was it was really irritating. Jesus, yeah, the no, Facebook gaming numbers. I mean, we know that's just people watching watching gaming videos rather than streaming. But yeah, yeah, yeah again, it'd be fascinating to see this report in a year's time. Mm. So, James, would you say that Mixer is a Bing thing? I think it's a stadia thing. <laughs> we should move on. Uh, next news story. Okay, um, Epic has denied hiding load times in the Unreal PS5 demo. So, you know, there was that PS5 demo that came out the other day that mm. everyone was pretty impressed by because it did look kind of yeah. amazing. I- I've got but thoughts then, on that. But then there was like a section where like, what the, where the character like went through this like little gap. And so then <laughs> yeah. people were like saying, Couldn't it's believe loading. that. It's like it's it's masking loading screens, but Epic have now said this is not the case. They said the actual goal of that part was to force the player camera to be really close to the wall and show how much detail there is in the scene. Mm. We were not trying to hide any loading, but actually show good-looking assets in the close-up. So that's <laughs> Why it. Why would they try and hide loading in a fucking tech demo? That's you know literally just about like. graphics. <laughs> well, you know what people <laughs> are like. It's just stupid. whatever. Uh, it was just a very yeah. It's just a bit of a tiresome trope to see in something that's a tech demo, isn't it? It's like, oh, for God's sake, are we still going to be doing this? Like, obviously, yeah, that, reading the explanation, yeah, it makes sense. It's just in, at the mo- in the moment, everyone was like, really? <laughs> but it, it's it's not just a trope. It's it's the fact that it's like running on PlayStation and they said, that, you know, there's going to be no more, loadings, no more loading, the, the SSD and all that sort of stuff, so quick, loading screens yeah. are over. And everyone's like, well, how is loading now? So it wasn't necessarily the fact that, oh, it's doing what all the other games are doing. It's mm. more the fact that they'd mentioned so much on PlayStation that that wouldn't be a thing yeah. thanks to this super fast SSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I still if find you, it hilarious. If you ever you think you're going to see representation of loading times in a tech demo, then you you, you fucking idiot in my book. <laughs> like if, you're, if you're thinking, oh, that people are thinking, oh, are we really going to be seeing it? Well, th- why would you ever look to 
a, a tech demo as a representation on loading times. They would yeah. never do that. They'd never include it anyway. Well, it's, it's not loading times, is it? The whole point is, is it disguising a loading time as it as it does in well, games now? The, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They, uh, okay, they, if if that's what they were doing in that tech demo, mm. they would have cut that out. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely, they would have done. Yeah, it, it makes absolutely zero sense to me. Also, I mean, I must admit, I don't know. Maybe I'm on my own here. I've I've never really cared when they walk through the little holes. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I don't understand why people get so upset about it. It, like they did it all the time in uh, in Fallen Order. And yeah, and it was know, annoying. It was annoying as fuck in Fallen Order, man. It was not. It was, it was annoying. It was really oh, bad. In, the like, Fallen Order is one of the worst examples you could have chosen. That James. There's so many gaps. Just not. Didn't it? To- it took like a couple of seconds, and yeah. it looked quite nice. But there's fifty of them. Yeah, there's fucking loads Matt, of them. there's just as many, if not more, in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's annoying you never that mentioned too. Them. Yeah, I... but you never mentioned them. Well, because they're it's in every game now. It's like, order. oh, this one. They're, they're annoying. And it's like, oh, they're really bad. I mean, it's I, been, I feel, been I in every God, game since Halo 3. But the, the, the thing is, right, I think what it is is that gamers uh, over the years have worked out what those bits are. And now they're aware of what the game's doing and it takes them out of it a little bit. I think that's yeah. where the frustration comes And, and to comes be clear, it's people. a fucking good trick and it worked for a long time. Like, yeah, it used to be lifts, didn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, it's a lot better than lifts or very, yeah, very long lifts. corridors. Yeah. Or, you know. yeah, no, or the bits like in the Halo games where suddenly you walk slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck it, make them walk slow. Um, and you'd still be hammering that run button to try and break the game. <laughs> But um, no, I think that's what it is that people know what those bits are now, and they get frustrated. They're like, "I know what you're doing," mm. rather than Court, thinking, yeah. "Look Court, at this." Yeah. But I've never really cared. It's like I genuinely haven't. You walk through a little gap in a wall. Who gives a shit? But uh, I'm just like, oh, much just older. rolling my eyes. Okay, like another one of these. I know what it's doing. I just and Fallen Order is really bad. Although for it, in this it? case, you didn't know what they were doing because they weren't doing that. Well, I didn't think there was the case in this. I just thought, <laughs> Ooh, why are they doing another? Anyway, but, no, but, in, but in Fallen Order, I was like, hang on. I just, well, what what I think about these things, it's not a loading, it's more the fact that this this planet, this environment, this this world, whatever game we're playing, why have they all got these little tiny gaps, like, yeah. to, to squeeze through? Why like, is, like, why has a man's house got a corridor in it that's filled with electrical cables that you have to cut to get through? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, come on, think about it. It's okay, just crap right, world okay, so... So again, then, Matt, why wasn't that a massive problem for you in Final Fantasy? What did they do in that? No, no, no. The, it was annoying in Final Fantasy Force? too. Oh, sorry, it was well, annoying yeah, in Final Fantasy, comma two, Fantasy Seven. Also, but what? No, what I mean is that you made a big thing about that when Fallen Order came out, and you didn't mention it for Final Fantasy. So, is there a? Is there a way that Final Fantasy did it differently where it wasn't a main point of criticism, whereas it was, it seems to be for Fallen Order? Well, Fallen Order, there was lots of niggly things that did my nothing, and that was one of them, whereas Final Fantasy, there were niggly things. But I mean, also, I'm sort of more used to it now. Like, it just seemed very abrupt and lots of it in Fallen Order. I'm sure they're both as bad as each other, but that wasn't really the focus of my criticism for Final Fantasy, even though that stuff was annoying. I'm like, again, yeah, it's 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 a world building. I'm like, just takes them out. Like, why is there a gap here? Why is there a gap that's big enough for just these people? Mm. What, what, why are there constant gaps everywhere? This, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just one way. of those things that's easy to forgive in a game you're already enjoying, but easy to pounce on if you not so much. Um, and, and then and then you've got the then you've got the argument of I'm sure if you brought that to the developers, 
they would come back with, well, it's either that gap there that you're walking through or a big black screen saying loading. So that or lift what would you prefer? or gap. Or if they did like a lift through a gap, they would like cut the loading times in half, wouldn't it? <laughs> they certainly would. <laughs> Combine all but that. No, seriously, on. that would be the argument. These these consoles can't handle doing that sort of loading yeah. at this point. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there in the first place. So if the dev, devs come to you and say, okay, well, you can either have those gaps or you have a big black screen with loading written on it. What do you want? I mean, loading would make more sense in the game world. Be j- it'd be still be quite jarring though. In terms yeah, yeah, it'd be jarring if it would. We wouldn't be like, oh, "What's this gap doing here?" Anyway, uh, you're saying you'll be more more engrossed in the game world if it switches off for a bit with a loading sign than walking through a gap. Well, I would be questioning why is there another gap in this like in this city or in in all these things? Whereas like, loading okay. is like okay, the game's loading. I mean, like, at, so at the, the risk of like... gaps part of the game world. <laughs> at the risk of you know. Unveiling that I know nothing about game development and being like, just optimize it, guys. <laughs> there are games that don't do it as much, certainly as much as Fallen Order did. And we're talking yeah, course, big 3D open world games that just never. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But then you're talking different engines, yeah. different uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a completely different um, uh, kettle of fish. Mm. You don't know what what the limitations are on the engine, mm. the hardware, anything like that, because we're not game devs. But I, I would suspect that if the Fallen Order team could eliminate those bits where you walk through gaps they would have done yeah. <laughs> whereas like they, they're not putting them in there just for fun um but yeah uh, i mean uh, we're going back to this tech demo it yeah it looks incredible um and it, the funny thing was is that i watched this this tech demo and i went yep but we all know games are never gonna look this good <laughs> they're never gonna look this good so i went back and looked at the tech demo they did uh, in 4. the unreal engine for the ps4 and i was like oh games look better than that so <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe this is promise- more promising than i think because wasn't there um, i mean I, 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 so i've watched this uh, a lot of the the talk and it sort of went over my head i gather that you know they've done things that are all supposed to be about making stuff a bit easier for devs but also i've seen a lot of devs tweeting saying like fucking no chance people are building 40 hour games that look like this so yeah okay all right i mean not 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 everyone's expecting every game to come out and look like this um what they're trying to do is show the high end of what's achievable or what they think is achievable on that console there's a lot of like smoke and mirrors here um but i i so everyone's so quick to point that out, but surely we're aware of that by now. The people that are watching these tech demos are aware of that yeah. by now, surely. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's a bit of jiggery pokery. There's a bit of overestimation. Um, but as I say, you know, as I said, when I went back and looked at the same or a similar tech demo for the PlayStation 4 um, with the Unreal Engine at the time, it, it, I, I was surprised by how bad it looked compared to games. Mm in this day and age so you know hopefully if we get anywhere near that that'd be pretty cool in my book yeah i I thought the thing the demo looked stunning uh throughout and like the stuff with lighting looks amazing but the the thing that i thought was just the most amazing thing was that 
Sony basically just ate Microsoft's lunch. They did. The, they did game do reveals. that. Yeah. <laughs> the week before, like, all, all for months, we were saying, you know, Microsoft, amazing and messaging, you know, they were, like, pushing the whole uh, cross-gen stuff. They were been buying, you know, studios. They've been, like, saying the right things, you know, gamer-focused. You know, Phil Spencer is, is uh, really great and transparent. All this stuff. They had the ex- inside Xbox. Gameplay wasn't really gameplay. Lots of trailers. Uh, up to now, People were saying, well, we're basing anything from PS5. You know, oh, there's that really boring Mark, uh, Mark Cerny thing. And then Sony got their big dick out, threw it on the table, <laughs> and didn't even have to make it, didn't have to like announce it. They're like, oh, yeah, someone else can announce this. Oh, yeah, it's running in real time on PlayStation and it's gameplay. It's like, you know, because this, this is a playable demo that should have been played or was meant to be played uh, at, at E3. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 no, the one before that. What's the uh, GDC, sorry? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you didn't have to announce it. They're like, here we go. There's some actual gameplay. It looks stunning. And it's like, oh, they totally did Microsoft on the messaging so much better. <laughs> like, they must be thinking, oh, Microsoft must be head in their, in their hands thinking, oh, we had that. We had our chance. And then these guys just come over and said, oh, it's not even us. But, you know, I guess you can show that demo. I'm running in real time. It looks stunning. I thought that was amazing. Like uh, you get, uh, they totally did them. But that, that, it's showing it's showing the Unreal Engine. Like, it's not showing anything. Yeah, but confirm this is running on PS Five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Con- yeah. confirm running real time. It it will be running on Xbox. It will work. But but they have said some elements will will will, will work better because of the way the architecture of the PS Five is. You know, it, it has been built. I mean, we know that the the Series X is going to have exactly the same kind of thing, really. Like, as in, you know, the graphic yeah. quality and everything will be better. But, I mean, I think you're right in terms of, you know, Microsoft have had all this stuff and then they just come out with this and then it seems to have changed the narrative a bit now. Like, people seem to be a bit And more... this wasn't even a Sony thing. It was just like... Yeah. Just epic. It's, like, it's such a, like, uh, we don't yeah, have I to, think, we don't think have to best... announce it. This is someone else doing it. And like, oh, sorry, what was that demo the best thing you've seen for next gen so far? Oh, sorry, we, we haven't even started <laughs> our, we haven't even started our but marketing they, plan, they really. This... But look at this, look at what look at this we've just done. But Brilliant. this is what they've been, they have been quite good at. Like, I mean, like last year with like E3, like they didn't bother showing up, but then still the most viewed stuff on yeah, YouTube th- is PlayStation is like stuff. Apple not appearing it's... on Macworld, but, or anything, or CES, but still being yeah. like a talk of the town. Like, you know, obviously, they don't have now, to. yeah, they don't have to because, and like you know, we've said in the past, like Sony have got like a fifty million plus like console head start. No, sorry, user head start. There's there's a hundred like customers, hundred users of PlayStation now, and like even if only like, a small percentage of them say I'll get a PS5, that's already going to do better than the next Xbox because Xbox is playing such massive catch up. But I just thought this was amazing from Sony to just not even not even announce it. It's not even theirs. But oh yeah, by the way, yeah, PlayStation is incredible. In terms of what you're saying there, Jay's about them being the same, they are obviously mostly the same, the Series X and the mm. PS5, but with like two key differences. Like the Series X has got more tail flops, and I'm using uh, air quotes here, it has got more tail flops and more like raw compute power, but but the, the PS5 has got better, and I don't know the technical term for this, but basically like better sort of um, memory bandwidth or something. And yeah. and and so, and the way like the SSD like integrates with that, like a lot of people are saying that actually that could be a huge thing versus the well, teraflops. That's, so that's what developers were saying, wasn't it? Like after this came out, they were saying it's like the PS5 is apparently very, very well balanced, you know, like as a machine. And like, yeah, it's very nice to create yeah, games if you've got memory bandwidth, you, you can forego some of the teraflops if you can just get more stuff out there, it doesn't have to be a high ceiling in terms of numbers. Uh, mm. But yeah, but no, I thought it was amazing and uh, I think they totally showed Microsoft up. Like, if, if you go back to like Inside Xbox, like, it's just embarrassing looking. I mean, in terms of messaging though, do you not think it's sort of a problem that this didn't come from 
Sony or it wasn't a PlayStation. No, it's, it's a show of strength. Like they're like they don't have to, and like which makes me think God. Like, but you, do you not think there's a chance that like a lot of people just miss it, like because it wasn't a Sony thing? No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it turns on. It obviously, it's not a mainstream yeah. like thing. You know, like your casual game or someone who's like so play some games aren't going to know about the mm. Unreal Engine Five. It's all demo, and actually, I, I, I'd argue. When they Unreal Unreal Engine like new ones, it's never usually that big. But I think the fact it's like I was running in real time on PS5, people were like PS5 gameplay. It's all made it a bigger deal than it would be ordinarily. But yeah. no, I think this is a massive show of strength. They're like they don't I have don't to focus on this. I, I think I, I think maybe maybe you jump in the gun a little bit. I think the the um the big one obviously the pressure is on Microsoft for their own event in is it July? Yeah, yeah. July they've confirmed for first party stuff. Yeah. Their first party showing in July needs to be fucking incredible. Yeah, I think it will um, be, though. I'm not 100% sure. That, I don't know if it will yeah, be. Yeah, I think so. If I'm totally honest, quite a long time I don't with know the if it studios will be. They bought, you know, to have something. They well, have. I, 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 I have that happened in the grand scheme of things. Like They might have bought studios, but over the last like, couple of years, and, you know, big games can take four years or five years of development. So... so I, I don't know. They can't just do, a, they, they need to. Sorry, go on. I'm not expecting a lot. They need to be able to come out and show shit that's going to wow people. Um, and and they need to do that with new IP in my in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of regardless of how good a new Halo game looks, there's still going to be mm. a lot of snark about it, no matter how good it looks. Um, I think there will still be people turning their nose up to it. And that's Microsoft's own fault because, you know, the last Halo was a massive disappointment. Not only that, people, I think, are a little bit tired of that series. Um, they're not going to want to see Gears. Forza may look incredible if they show that, but at the end of the day, it's Forza. We've this, seen yeah. those games. Um, it's a driving game. And again, everyone sort of goes, well, yeah, mm. of course, it looks amazing. Driving games look amazing. We know that. They need to come out and show something new and something exciting, and it needs to blow people away. And it, 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 I, I'm going to reserve any sort of, um, hey, I think they're presenting it better. Well, am I? I mean, I've done it in the past already, so maybe not. But um, I'm sort of holding out. I want to see what they do in July. And I think that is when I'm really going to be interested in where this is now heading. Uh, I think it really is all about I mean, IP. They- like, I, I don't think... I mean, maybe I'm going to be wrong on this, and you know, I'm sure people will come back and say, Matt, you're an idiot for saying that, but I don't think we are going to get another demo that looks this good uh, for like, for even like PS5's like main showing or the net or July's stuff, because this is, this is epic. This is just like, this is them showing off their own engine. They know every single millimeter of this engine that they can push it to with it, you know, every inch of it because they, because they built it, they know what it can do, they know what it can handle. I don't think like other, other games, Built your first party, third party. Have there will be concessions, especially now with Xbox games having to run on, uh, you know, the OG Xbox One. Uh, it's not going to look as good as this, but it has to I be about the know, IP. Because I, I think you've also well, yeah, got. Yeah, they can't. They, they, no, no game reveal can look as good as this. They can't. No, it's impossible. You're talking about a tech demo, right? That has no pressure in being released. It's got no. So they're not worrying about downgrading once the final thing comes out and comparisons between the first reveal. They, again, it's their own engine, as you say. They know its limitations. They know that what they can do with it. There's no game that can be shown off that looks as good as this. It, it can't, certainly not at this stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely no chance. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, but I must admit, I never looked at it and thought it was a PS5 thing. I looked at it and thought 
this is an epic thing. Yeah, and it, and it's playable. It wasn't just like a, it wasn't a video. Like this was playable, meant to be playable at uh, GDC. Mm. So this, I, I sorry, think also, sorry, Sean. I think also they're going to show. I mean, I think they'll show Horizon Zero Dawn will be their big thing yeah. that they that they'll do with the PS5, and it'll be because that's like yeah. it's the yeah, yeah, is it I the think, Decimer? I think so. I can't remember what it whatever it is. I don't know. That's like I don't know. So, I, it's it's Gorilla's own one, yeah. and that will end up looking probably. I doubt, I doubt it look as good as that, but I re- imagine it'll be like blow you away kind of thing, like in terms of visuals. Yeah, well, so again, you're, is, you're comparing an um, open world game to this this tech demo that's extremely scripted. It's going to be impossible for any anyone to show anything that good. Sorry, Sean. Yes. No, no, you're right. Uh, so yeah, you know, I was saying about you know, was there a chance that like PlayStation people might miss the the Unreal Engine demo? So this is not a particularly scientific way of doing it. Um, so the Xbox, uh, so the Series X gameplay first look that we saw on Inside Xbox about what week and a half ago, um, that's got 1.9 million views on YouTube from the official Xbox account. Would anyone care to guess how many views the Unreal Engine Five tech demo has had? 14 million. It's had 11 million. 11 million, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, no issue with the messaging fuck. there. To be fair, <laughs> no. Again, it's just such a ballsy. Yeah. They didn't have to do it, yeah. but it's there. There you go. Yeah, it, it's it's good. It, it's good to see something. I mean, this demo looks stunning. It looked it looked amazing. Really impressed. So excited to see what I mean, happens I, next. I, I was just quite pleased to see this in the terms of like it looks like Sony actually are doing something because after a while it started to look like they just didn't care like anymore at all. And uh, yeah, mm. I know it's quite good to see that. There's... But this isn't Sony doing anything. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. it is. This is not Sony. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what, that's what not Sony about that. It's more like yeah, you know, it's just it's a show of power. Yeah, exactly. That at least the machine is like capable. You know, because there's all that. You know, there's been so much build up about Series X and how amazing it is. And so little detail with the PS5, and then you at least see something that shows that actually it looks like it could be quite good. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what's amazing about it. That's why it's so good, really, um, and why you know Sony did so well to yeah. get this under their name because <laughs> they've done fuck all. We've not seen any new details about the PS5 yet. Everyone's like, going, yeah. "Oh my god, have you seen the PS5?" Yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely it's, a marketing deal. Like, I've fuck read all. interviews where apparently there's lots of interviews where basically like the word Xbox is never muttered. It's just like PlayStation and other platforms. Like they were clearly, you know, <laughs> it's a marketing thing. Don't mention Xbox. Um, and and yeah, and, and there's been loads of like, debate in the last few days. Like, could it even run on Xbox? And they said, yeah, it it, it it's a multi platform. It's going to run on Switch. We're going to say this engine, not this good or that good. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, but this yeah, engine it is for yeah. iOS, Android, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, current and future mm. generations. So mm. it's going to work on everything. Yeah, isn't 51 worldwide games running on this? <laughs> yeah. Remember correctly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> also what is interesting is that um, I mean, because uh, yeah, like the engine is incredibly scalable. In that, yes, it produces incredibly good-looking things that you know for your big budget AAA stuff. But Unreal Engine Four has also been great for indies as well. I think you have to. It's, it's, it basically it's free until you've earned like a million dollars off you. This I mean, is what's yeah, amazing, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they they changed it recently. The licensing yeah. deal, didn't they? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and it's, until you make a million dollars, it's it's yeah, it costs it's nothing, which is which great. Is, um, yeah. So yeah, so it's on the one hand. Let's be uh, fair; the, they've earned a lot of money from that Fortnite game, <laughs> but they seem to have done a lot of things to give back to. Hmm devs and stuff as well well it means they can afford to do these things yeah i mean like i think uh yeah but they, it doesn't necessarily mean they have to do yeah, it but it also means that then people are also locked into their exactly. system as well and, and is, that, yeah, be, because they be own nice a shop them. now it, it also pays for them to sort of create you know nurture an environment where more devs can get decent looking stuff out so i don't know but yeah, there's, there's, there's companies that don't do this oh yeah no absolutely yeah yeah 
Um, when they're in a position to. I will say one thing. Yeah, the, the, uh, this thing uh, had no ray tracing. And it was only thirty frames a second. Shit, so, then in it. Shit. It's oh, shit. It's fucking shit. pile of shit. Shit. Right. Shit. Okay. Uh, okay. So then also, there was a state of play for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah, we 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 watched that, didn't we? Before we recorded something else. No, I mean we can we <laughs> can skim through this a bit. Well, we watched it all together, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it didn't blow me away. I must admit, I was quite surprised to see it was an open world game, and maybe I'd missed the news that that's what that game was. But no, they hadn't really shown that stuff, so it's news to me as well. I didn't know it was going to be a Far Cry slash Assassin's Creed type game yeah. Well. yeah so Matt was busy you know uh, measuring up the map and yes. <laughs> deciding whether he was going to be into it or not I watched it again today and like at the time I think like the, it looked dreadful on YouTube when we were watching stream quality was really bad wasn't it yeah. it didn't look great even on on Twitch but I watched mm. it again today and it does look stunning I watched it just like and it wasn't 4k it was just like 1440p or whatever on, on YouTube but yeah it does look fantastic even at a time we was like this looks like a PS3 game uh, but it was just like the tail wall stream quality. Mm. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it did nothing to blow me away. But I, I, you know, it's one of those games that I'm going to wait wait for the reviews. I think the thing that got me with it was they kept banging on about being massive fans of samurai cinema, right? But to me, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a massive like nerd when it comes to samurai cinema. I've seen a couple, you know, Senior Jimbo, Satoichi, stuff like that. Like, to me, those films are all about like like a you know wandering samurai turning up at a town as like this like agent of chaos right there'll be like a situation in the town whether it's political or it's rival gangs or or whatever and then the you know this samurai turns up and suddenly there's someone who can just kick the shit out of anyone and kind of influence the town the way they want or or whatever and and like have this huge impact on people's lives and play gangs off against each other or, or whatever we've seen none of that it's all they've shown is clearing bases yeah 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 and it's like kill all the bad guys set fire to the boat and get out yeah it was it wasn't a story and and that uh, stuff might be in there it's basically um, yeah like i want a sort of witcher 3 experience rather than a far cry and it's not clear you're gonna get that yeah i think that's very unlikely because this is like very like uh, I don't want to say like it's a very mainstream like looking game, but it is. Uh, it's yeah, quite boilerplate AAA, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, from what we've seen, you know, we might be wrong, but yeah, yeah. They said at the end of the video, there's loads more they've, they've got to show, and it's out like mid July, I think, or it's in July mm-hmm. sometime. Um, and so, oh, 17th of July, they've got to show crafting, haven't they? They've got to show <laughs> yeah. finding resource management, animals, killing them, um, and crafting. Yeah, it'll fine. I, I, I think it, I. Enjoying it more on second viewing today. I think it looked graphically, it looks way better than I think that was a massive turn off when I first saw it. Uh, it didn't blame me away, but so a sucker punch obviously are making this and they've they made infamous games. What else have they done? They've done, see, I've never been wild about the infamous games, so that I was gonna that... say, like, have they ever made like a stone cold sort of 10 out of 10 banger? Or because I got the impression for an infamous, no. they were like very good eights or nines out of tens. Again, it's like it's stupid, sort of like blowing, boiling it down to like numbers, but I that's from the outside in not having played that series, they were sort of. Oh, they were perfectly comp- uh, you know, competent eights and nines out of tens. But have they made Stone Cold bangers? I don't think so. No, they're like, not I think aware. they're very similar to like Ben, like Ben. You know, the studio that did Days Gone. You know, yeah. it's like they they make games which are they're they're fine. Like yeah, they're they're pretty yeah. good games, but they're not they're not like ten out of ten stuff. And, and some well, people they did the Sly Cooper. I was going to say some people really be... rate the Sly Cooper stuff. Uh, I've yeah. never never played any of them, but yeah, it's got its fans. But I second sums all right. Yeah. Uh, it was more of a looker than it was. I mean, yeah, the combat was pretty good. I remember that being pretty good. Yeah. There was a boss battle that really sticks in my head. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a, a 10 by any means. Was it first light like that seven. we all got for free? 
second time, wasn't it? I don't know. That was that was the launch. I thought, PS- I thought it was first light that we got on PS Plus. Okay, don't know. Uh, I think it was second okay. time. What was first light? Was that like an ex? Wasn't like a standalone yeah, expansion? Like the second one. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think they've put them both on PS Plus at some yeah. point. Um, yeah, but if you want to play Second Son, I'm pretty sure I've got a copy for you, Sean. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I probably wouldn't bother. I mean, no, I liked it, but it was it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a banger. Mm. Uh, right, next story. Okay, so Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two have been remastered. Here we um, fucking go. Here we go. Uh, it, uh, here we go, though. Is it? Here we go. I love the first Tony Hawk was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, but they've they they've tried this a lot, Matt, and they failed a lot. So yeah. I am mutedly going. I hope this is good because if it's good, it'd be amazing, no doubt. Um, but I yeah, did but... watch that trailer. Will you like yeah. me watch that trailer? And go ah, the collection, and then seeing one, two, and just going, is that a collection? <laughs> <laughs> Should that? Where's three? Which is arguably the best one. But haven't they? Um, they're saying they've implemented I... gameplay changes from three into yes, yeah, that's right. which is interesting. Yeah, but which... I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, and you know me, I'm a, I'm a skate guy and to me tony hawk's just never held any interest for me after skate came out so oh come but on I understand. man they're so different you can't you can't compare no them. you're probably right i just and i know it like yeah like it game like really means a lot to a lot of people i'm not just being like oh everyone played it when they were kids and they've got nostalgia for it. it's like no it was a proper fucking eye-opener for a lot of people that first game yeah so, so i mean when we i sent you an interview with tony hawk himself mm. uh on facebook the other day and it was like you know it was on some radio show mm. and it showed how big it was it was like tony hawk was saying yeah one time activision just invited me to dinner and while i was at dinner they handed me a four million dollar check <laughs> it was like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah they just like had no idea that was coming i thought i'd heard it done really well i thought it was going to get you know seven hundred thousand or so which would have been amazing but then they handed me this four million dollar check well did you see um uh, i forget which skater it was but there was an excerpt from an interview doing around doing the rounds talking about how much they got paid for being in um the tony hawks games and it was basically the first game it was it was royalties so it's depend <laughs> you know depended on sales oh it wasn't was it yeah so they all wow. got like tens of thousands of dollars out of it and we're like holy shit and then <laughs> from two onwards it was like flat rate a <laughs> fringe <Yeah, 300 quid. laughs> <laughs> I um I look right here's the way that I see this announcement I saw that trailer mm-hmm. I was really very excited because um there is still a place for games like this that mm. formula is still very good and the reason why I say that is that SSX3 was I think that was given away uh, as games games with gold it was either games with gold or I'd bought it for next to nothing mm-hmm. um and I played that and instantly I was like oh yeah oh this still feels amazing <laughs> like it still feels so much fun to play these sort of trick style extreme sport things um I've got no doubt Tony Hawk still could re- regain some magic. My main concern is that they failed so many times in the past that I don't know how much trust I can put into mm. this. Um, uh, you know, they tried to re-release them on the 360s with the sort of HD remakes, but they were supposedly crap. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, I didn't want to go anywhere near. <laughs> Do you remember Ride? this uh, oh, this. A lot of uh, a lot of shit. I mean, they absolutely destroyed that. You, you'd think that it would be simple, wouldn't you? Just keep the same uh, essential gameplay and just make the levels really detailed. 
with the power of the consoles that we've got mm. now. They've never managed to do it. This is the next best thing to try and bring one and two back. There's part of me thinking, are they holding back on three as an expansion if this sells really well? Possibly. Or like DLC. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they just said, okay, one and two have sold millions of copies. Let's say we're releasing three as like, you know, for, for a tenner or whatever. Um, whether they'd make it standalone or not, I don't know. But I, I, I you know, I, I, initially I was very excited. But then when you think about the history, you, you, you do get a bit concerned. So hopefully it's excellent and we can all get back to playing Tony Hawk again. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna just, I'm Have gonna... you heard what they've done? They, they rescanned all the skaters yes. um, to be in it. Yeah, amazing. And then said, but we're not going to make them look younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to be all like old dudes on skateboards. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I mean, so I've they they've showed they said you can sort of share parks online and stuff, but okay. I, I what I want to know is like the video stuff. Like, I like the video mm. stuff was obviously massive in the skate. Yeah, it wasn't really a thing, was it? And like, obviously, saying so like Tony Hawk's one too. So I'd love to know if there is like the ability to create your own videos and what that means, like sharing on social and stuff. Um, don't really mention anything, I doubt like that. That. and I think they would I have mentioned it already. That. So maybe they're saving yeah, yeah, that yeah, for like a new version, or maybe like a new Tony Hawk if this does well. Um, or like another audio. I don't know. I've just thought they would have mentioned that, but the fact is sort of like it's absent. It sort of makes you think they must be saving it for something else because it feels like such an obvious fit. Yeah. Also, I don't know, another recommendation for you on YouTube, I don't know how recent this was, but at one point, Tony Hawk got all of the people that were in the original game to meet for a reunion at a skate park. Mm-hmm. Just watch it. It's hilarious. For starters, they all look like uh, Steve Buscemi in that um, film, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And um, secondly, you could see that uh, marijuana has some long term effects (laughs) on some people because fuck me. He was trying to talk to them and interviewing them. (laughs) Just like, just giggling away, not really paying attention. It's fucking well funny. Um, Highly recommended. But yeah, let's, let's hope this is a good. Hell yeah. Have yeah, we got long to wait? Are we James? When's the release date? It's 4th of September. Oh, okay. A little bit longer than I thought, but still. All right. Okay. Not too far away. Um, yep. Next. Okay. So there's also a new Paper Mario game uh, coming. They they showed this off. This is Paper Mario the Origami King, and that's coming... I mean, this is coming much sooner, which is like uh, 17th of July. Yeah, this came out and, fucking uh, nowhere, didn't it? I've did got it, theories. It didn't. No, we we already knew about this. Oh, did we? Okay, the, so I was news no, to we me. We knew about what? it from leaks, but they didn't put it in a direct or anything. They just chucked no. a fucking thing on Twitter, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah. Well, there was there was rumours that there was these games that this was coming, that there was going to be a new Paper Mario game, and it was all going to be part of the build up to E three of like you know the year of Mario, you know the anniversary yeah. and everything. And so this was going to be one of the one of the games. It is surprising that they just put it out as a trailer. I'd have thought that they'd have right. been a, okay. a direct or something. So here's my theory. I don't think they wanted the year of Mario to be 2020, to be quite honest with you, because that's the year of something else now. Um, <laughs> so I've got a feeling we're not going to see those re uh, those new Mario those. But the you're, new you're, you're being saying this it's the 25th no, anniversary. It's not. It's not like the year of Luigi that was just like arbitrarily just for. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah, so, so this is like right. the 35th anniversary. This isn't. Okay, so give me another thing. excuse why they would have taken this out of a massive announcement of this being the year of Mario. I think they're um, just going to drip feed it. Like they, they'll yeah. be, there's, there's definitely going to be more. There's no way they're just going to they not bother did, releasing stuff. No, no. If they if they did, they would have announced that game 
and said this is the year of Mario. That would have been tied into the year of Mario. It would be weird for them to announce that game by chucking it on Twitter and then later on down the line saying, oh, yeah, it is the year of Mario, 75th anniversary. That's part of it, that game that we announced like a couple of months ago. Yeah, I think the two are separate things. Like the yeah. all, all, all the rumors, like the re-releases, what? they make sense for like that we're celebrating thirty-five years of Mario history. Here's some of the greatest titles re-released. Whereas this is like, oh, Matt, it's a new page Mario game. Marketing, mate. If how can you say that this is we're having a big celebration for the seventieth um, year of Mario? Re- release a Mario game within that year. And not tie it to the 75th anniversary celebration. I mean, thing. I think you can, but this is a different narrative. This isn't about history. This is like a new game. The rest is like, you know, to celebrate Mario's vast, incredible history, we are re releasing some of its famous games throughout history, starting with blah, 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 blah. Like, the, 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 that's one part of marketing plan. This is like, Ma- this Matt, game's do you coming not out. remember the year of Luigi? They mentioned that every <laughs> fucking week, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whether yeah, they but, were but, releasing but, but Luigi that was, that games was a or not. That's marketing thing. This is their 35th anniversary. It's like, that was just, oh, so yeah, Luigi now, let's do Luigi stuff. So everything really Luigi, you know, like was, was in one that whole DLC banner. thing. This is like the <laughs> fifth anniversary, and the, obviously the rumor, nothing confirmed yet. The rumors that they could re-release it as part of like looking back on the history, the history of Mario. This is a new Mario game. Like I, I don't think Wait, it has to be part so of the same. Twenty twenty is the seventy fifth anniversary. The thirty fifth. The thirty fifth. <laughs> the fifth. Sorry, seventy fifth. The thirty fifth anniversary of Mario. Right. We're now in May, and they haven't mentioned that. And they've announced a new Mario game. Don't you think that's weird? It, it is definitely weird, yeah. Yeah, but but I, but I don't necessarily think this should have to lump in with the rumoured uh, remasters. No, I'm not saying... No, no, I'm not saying lump it in. But usually when you celebrate the anniversary like this, it lasts the year. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, no, no. I mean, yes. I mean, obviously, they've they've definitely sort of been thrown by the COVID stuff. Maybe this stuff was meant for E3. Maybe well, it's meant for also, earlier. Also announced that stuff that they were planning to release is not being released this year. They what have they already said that? said that in a previous statement. What what have they said? Um, oh, let me try and find it. I haven't got it up. They said there'd be delays, but they haven't said that things are definitely not coming out or anything. No, but they're saying it's having an effect on their production of software and hardware, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but nothing. So wouldn't explicit. you think that maybe I I don't know, man. I don't know. I think maybe the plans have changed. Then they cancelled the. Well, they said they're not going to do anything at Journey Free anymore. That all got cancelled. Yeah, there's also rumours that like actually, like I think it was. Uh, oh, who's the guy? Okay, it doesn't matter. There's a guy from like a US like games journalist. I can't remember his name. Uh, from Jeff, Jeff Keighley? No, it's from Venture Beat. Yeah, come it isn't uh, Jeff Grubb? It's Jeff Grubb actually from Venture Beat. He, he's like he um, like gave news about uh, about this a while back, and said actually he's not expecting another direct now until like September. So if that's the case in the year in the fifth of anniversary Jesus. of Mario, then uh, yeah, something is very up. Mm. Anyway, so this, anyway, this I game looks great. I haven't, played too, I haven't played a Paper Mario game before. This game looks good. Uh, some people obviously mention the fact that it's there's no it doesn't mention doesn't say Mario RPG, and it's not defined as an RPG in the US store. Is that does that mean a change of the gameplay? But uh, that's true. Never it's played just, yeah, it's just before, Paper Mario good. now, isn't it? That's different. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, this this looked a lot like Thousand Year Door to me, which is yeah. a really good thing because that was the the absolute high point of the series so far. I must say, I, I find the series impossible to track because there's no like the, there's no real naming convention, is there? 
There's mm-hmm. like the Super Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door. There's, there's like this has all got different names, but they're all sort yeah, of more or less yeah, the same. How, how are the Paper RPG? Mario games different in terms of combat and style of game to say uh, the Super Saga series? Well, I mean, they're both turn-based, aren't they? Like, they both use like turn-based like mechanics. Yeah, and they're both then... sort of witty, and you know, they, they've both got that sort of lighter. Hey, yeah. Mario's not in his usual sort of. Yeah, hello. But the, the you know, Paper Mario ones, like more recently, started to focus on like having like more like direct gameplay in them rather than just like turn-based battles, mm. and that was bad. Right. It, uh, it didn't <laughs> work very well. Yeah, because Super Paper Mario was it was. It was a platformer, wasn't it? And it had that all that it cool was, yeah. perspective shifting stuff. Although I found uh, that started it wasn't to really bother me. Yeah, because I was just constantly changing the perspective, like just in case I missed something. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, the, the, this looks fucking great. I thought this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because yeah. I straight away pre-ordered this because yeah, I definitely want to play it because I, I love the other ones. I thought they were all mostly good, and I mean, yeah, I mean, Color Splash was the last proper one I think which came out on Wii U. Oh yeah. And that that was on my game of the year list and I because I really loved it. I thought it was fantastic, but most of people didn't agree. <laughs> if I remember it correctly, you were the only one saying it and then shouting yeah. at all the journalists for not getting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know because it was annoying because they clearly not played it like hardly at all. And it, oh, that's it was, quite an accusation. <laughs> well, it's true. James. It's true. That's, and uh, it's I stand true. by that. I would like to point out that that is not true. <laughs> that is James. David, I'm not mentioning any names at all but i'm just saying i, I, I love think... the fact that you're so arrogant right in your opinion <laughs> that because no one agreed with you they couldn't have played it like Definitely. that is where you've gone <laughs> okay all right sure um any more news uh yeah there's also i mean switch Fuck on switch online's getting four more games um i don't know what if any, is this news? i mean I, i'll tell you what they are i mean i don't know if anyone's going to care uh for the super NES, we're getting like it's wild guns uh panel dupont and uh operation logic bomb and for the NES, we're getting Rygar. I mean, does anyone care about any of these? I mean, Pamela Dupont's like a, 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 supposed to be a very, very good, uh, like, a, what's it called, uh, puzzle game. But um, I don't know about the others. These are old games, aren't they? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, why, why does this make the news and the new Game Pass games or PlayStation Now games don't make the news? Well, what, what's going interesting, on? Interesting, isn't it? Interesting, David. That, that, that is interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's apparently, interesting Wild Guns one, is actually. brilliant. I've never played it, though. Apparently, it's great. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Any more news? L- last news story. Oh my god, it's going on forever. No, no, no it's, it's 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 an anthem story. Um, oh no, okay, fair enough. Uh, James, I, I I know I know I get shit for you know interrupting you and everyone listening saying Matt, shut the fuck up. But this is a non-news story. <laughs> it's an anthem story. In the biggest Therefore, it is a news story. And yeah, it's in. Okay, I'm looking forward to hearing this. Okay, I mean, yeah, you're right. It is a non-news story because there is no news, which is amazing. Great. It's, um, okay, so basically... You shouted at Matt last week for saying... No, Dave, Why are you every not week. mentioning about digital events? And you say, well, because there's... Okay. Digital David, events, David, David look, look. News. Anthem... This is li- there's literally nothing in this, but I'm, li- I'm looking forward to hearing it anyway. Anthem is oh. funny. That's <laughs> why I'm chosen <laughs> right, okay. this. Right, let's see. Let's see where the comedy comes in. Go on, turn it into magic, James. So anyway, so the the title is it's Anthem developers have begun to figure out what went wrong, and so what it is is that Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's pretty funny. Exactly. <laughs> this is why I chose How the long story. Is the <laughs> so anyway, Christian Daly, formerly the franchise development director for Anthem Live Services, and now the studio director at Bioware Austin has apparently put together what is called an incubation team of around 30 people to work on the game. 
And so at the moment, they're looking at what went wrong and what will, and like how they can improve the game. So let me, this is the quote he said. He says, we really want to provide you all the transparency we can because of your passion and interest in Anthem. But with that it comes... Who is he talking to? I don't know. That's what's funny. He's talking to James. <laughs> Everyone else sort of in the room like looking at each other like, do you, have you got passion and interest for Anthem? No. Have you got passion and interest for Anthem? No. I just... <laughs> I just... <laughs> and then they look at the back of the room and there's a massive mirror and the guy's just looking at himself. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing that to me seemed quite revealing is for the, for the scale of changes that that game needs to work, Thirty people doesn't seem like a lot. No, 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 Sean. No, no. He's got he's got an answer to okay, that. He okay. said that because no, there's that only thirty sense. people, okay. because there's only thirty people, yeah. they can be more agile. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like they're, they're not developing the game. They're working out what went wrong. Like this is that's fine. If you have too many people, it's just going to be a mess. Like I think that makes sense. Frankly, for a start of a new project. Okay. What? What? How do we know how many people are deciding out of those thirty? What, what's going on? Well, no, we don't need a hundred people like saying, well, "Okay, was this what went wrong?" Like, get like an actual like the, the, the trouble that we heard about the original anthem is that there were so many voices and not really a direction. Less people, you'd like to think they're okay. No, this fine, but, but like, it's still quite. But a this lot. is what they should have done a year ago. Like, why is this well, now? Yeah, they should have done, but they can't. Yeah. So we're here now. So yeah, we're, we're here now. I we mean, also, people, we, uh, what you're saying, start. Matt, is that. Maybe 35 too many still, you reckon? <clears throat> well, I'm thinking, like, if you not think, wow, 30 is not massive for development, they're not developing. They're just working out what went wrong. They're, they'll hopefully get a, a core, concise idea about what they need to do moving forward, and then they'll increase the team. Okay. Makes sense. Can I, can I finish the quote? We worked out what went wrong before the game came out. Go on. <laughs> so, okay, so this is the full quote. So he said, we really want to provide you all the transparency we can because of your passion and interest in Anthem. But with that comes seeing how the sausage is made, which is not always pretty, by the way. So yeah, that's that's what the phrase means. <laughs> yeah, thank you for explaining. It's just to let you know, make that reminds me of page is actually not as nice as you'd think. Is that reminds me of one. Oh, who, I can't remember what it was, but it was a quote from someone. It was like, oh, and you know, it's like finding a needle in a haystack, which is really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But, I mean, they've pledged more regular updates going forward, mm-hmm. so get ready for these mm-hmm. over the next couple of months. Uh, there's going to be live streams and social media posts, apparently. Brilliant. So, uh, yeah. Can't wait. They've announced a tweet. Yeah, I love great. a social they, media post. They've also binned off the uh, seasonal structure, and they're just going to go for a substantial reinvention okay. once they figure out what's wrong with the game. <laughs> still still working on that. I thought they said they figured <laughs> it out. I hope they nail it. It'll be fucking amazing. They're like, here's Anthem. It's like, holy shit, it's incredible. <laughs> that... Hopefully, surely we're all hoping for that. Oh yeah, I'd r- rather have a good game than a bad one. But I, yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, they need to buy their own IP, don't they? Yeah. Uh, they need to separate, yeah. and that's what will get the most interest out of mm. anything of this. Hang on, what they need to what? It feels like someone needs to buy that IP. Oh, they need someone it, else needs to buy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it feels like someone it needs why? to separate the from the fact that anyone so. do that. It's, it's, that it's worthless. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not. Like... I'm not saying no. No, I'm not saying they're going to. <laughs> what I'm saying is that they need some sort of breakaway from. If they just release release an update for it, I don't think anyone would care. But it if won't some... be an update. It'll be a. It'll be. It'll be a. Ma- I mean, you, you might be taking an update, but this will be like a massive reinvention. Well, go, on, go on. No, go on. It's not going to be an update. What's it going to be? Well, I think you're, you're, the way you were saying it is like, oh, we've updated Anthem. No, this is going to be like a massive relaunch, essentially. 
Right. So, okay. So it's an update. What I'd lo- what I'd love is if they sold it, and you know, like when like Royal Mail got sold for a pound. <laughs> It'd be, it'd be like that, and everyone would be online and be like, it'd be on Hot UK Deals, Anthem, one pound, everyone would be like, well, yeah, it's pretty old, it's not very good. So, no, no, you can buy the rights to Anthem for a pound. <laughs> and they'll go, oh, no, that is yeah. still pretty pricey. <laughs> Matt, Matt, so when they do this relaunch, are you saying that we're going to see, like, new box copies at full price here, or what are we saying? Uh, I, I'm saying they will. Tra- I mean, just like No Man's Sky, there was like extra like stuff at retail. I, they're going to treat it like a relaunch. Obviously, if you've already but, got it, brilliant. Uh, but but th- well, that, this, that this amount of time update, after launch, No Man's Sky had already t- really started turning it around. Whereas Anthem's apparently still trying to figure out what went wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out uh, what, what did the iceberg do to this? <laughs> oh, it fucked our ship. <laughs> I, no, I, what I what I mean is that there needs to be some sort of real indication that they are really going to make a go of this, and I don't think they're going to do that under their current banner. No. Well, we'll see what the incubation team says right. about that, David. Uh, I don't think there's enough of a separation from the launch. I would like to know how long this charade's going to go on for before it. <laughs> Why is it a charade, it... James? They're trying to fix the game. What do you want from them? <laughs> James, James, seriously, what do you want from these guys? Just to just admit that it's never going to go anywhere, and just to close up and make something different. <laughs> no, James, they're fucking trying. <laughs> like, why? Why would you hate against trying? They're just it's a waste <laughs> of time. Why would you hate against trying? James? Yeah, what, 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 what's what's against the problem, trying? James? That's the episode name, by the way. Let's not even. Trying? Beat around the bush. That's definitely the episode name. Hate <laughs> <laughs> against trying. Yeah, they get it in that. Uh, okay, that's probably enough news, isn't it? Should yeah, there's, there's nothing else. We've been yeah. playing. I want to start with James Farley this week. What you've been playing? Okay, so I've been. I've played three things this week. Um, I think oh, yeah. the first thing. Uh, what's it called? Sean's played as well, which was the what's it called? Riot. Fucking hell, James. <laughs> what's it called? Within only about ten years. <laughs> what's hey? it called? <laughs> no, in the game, not you. Oh right. <laughs> It's oh, like you just went, it's going. Going, what's, it, what's it called? Sean's played it. <laughs> it's Tonight We Riot. Yes. Um, so I was interested in tonight playing we riot this. Bell. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hang on. What is the matter with you, James? <laughs> my headphones fallen out now. Look. <laughs> is that my fault too? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. That makes sense then. <laughs> Go well, on. Okay. I can't believe you made my headphones fall out, Matt. <laughs> it's like he doesn't want us to make jokes. That's what. That's yeah, what James. Not when I'm just this starting. Is what, it's like James, this is what we do, right? Yeah, mate. Fuck off back to Kane and Rince, James. That's what you <laughs> want to be. Yeah. I don't mind the jokes. It's, it's that they're good, and it's like Matt's ones are just noises and stuff. It's rubbish. <laughs> Fucking hell! All right. Anyway, <laughs> are you gonna take? Are you gonna take that, Dave? Uh, what? Go on, James. What are you playing? Anyway, okay. Let's go. <laughs> It's sorry. Just to explain to listeners, we are also recording via Skype and it is very hard to keep track of what's going on. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, no, that's not true. I can keep track of James's bullshit. Ooh. Very well. Just choosing not to. Yeah. Well, I'm on, just James. gonna plow on. Go on, plow on, James. Let's sorry, hear it. James. I, I'm actually Please really keen to James. talk about this. Please plow on, James. Anyway. I was interested in playing this. Uh it was Sean that drew my attention to it. Um because it's 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 built by this studio that's basically a workers cooperative and they're mm. called like Pixel Pushers Union 512 and the whole point is it's a studio that was inspired by industrial workers of the world which was like an industrial inter- uh, international labour union from 1905 etc etc but the whole point of this game is that they wanted to deliver a kind of a socialist message and so what it is is it's a crowd brawler 
in that it's like it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, but you control a single person that's leading the crowd. If that person dies, then someone else takes the leader's place, and yeah, and you just have to make it through like a whole like city map of like there's about there's four stages you get through, and they're all like located in different areas that are based on things like you know uh, there's like a industrial factory, you've got like rich people's area, you know the whole sort of thing, and I really wanted <laughs> to like this, um, but I don't think it's very good. Um, is the problem, and I I would what, agree with that sentiment. Yeah, um, <laughs> and especially like because yeah, because it is so unapologetically political and fiercely left wing. There's going to be a lot of people that turn off by that. And just to be clear, James and I are very much coming at this from the perspective of basically agreeing with it, but also still just just not that good, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's also because see, because the 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 main. I mean, I've got okay. Gameplay wise, it's not very fun. Yeah. I don't think to play, yeah. which is a problem. Mm-hmm. I also think that the message it's trying to communicate is a bit. Well, it's very simplistic. Yeah, and because it's just that sort of like big companies are bad, governments are bad. We should, you know, like take back, you know, like control or whatever. Oh, it's sorry. like. <laughs> It's it's like it wants to. It's got no interest in educating anyone, has it? It just it wants no. to be therapeutic to people who already agree with it. But mm-hmm. I'm not even sure it delivers on that front either, because no. for the most part, like most of the time in the game, you are just battering police. And yeah. though I'm not entirely wild about modern policing as an institution, at no point is it going to like if you don't already feel somewhat you know that way this game isn't going to teach you anything. It's not going to... Like, there's going to be so many people who will play this and be like, why am I just beating up police? What's wrong yeah. with police? <laughs> you know? See, um, also... I mean, it's... Because the thing is, is like, I mean, violence is, as often in the past been like, is like a key component of revolution. Mm-hmm. It can be. Yeah. I mean, so you do get peaceful revolution sometimes, but it's quite rare. Yeah. But, as I said, it, it, it really is kind of like goodies versus baddies. And you just don't... Like you yeah. said, like the pe- like the police you're fighting against, they're also part of the system and they're also victims of it. Yeah. But you don't get you don't see that nuance in this. It's no. basically just violence, <laughs> which is kind of a shame. But then also the other thing, I mean, I was saying to Sean when I because I, I finished it, I got through it, and I felt that it inadvertently communicates one of the major problems with revolution as well, like accidentally, which is <laughs> that like pure ideals can be co opted by somebody who just wants power and wants to win. Because I found it quite... The whole point of this game is it's supposed to be teaching that, you know, you get together as a big group, you can sort of overcome and you can, you know, you can try and, you know, improve things, try and make things better. But then it's also quite easy to run through all the levels, um, allowing the crowd to just, like, take the brunt of, like, the government and corporate response whilst getting away with it and then just declaring victory after sacrificing everyone. (laughs) And it's like... That's not socialist. That's how you found a dictatorship. Yeah. Like, on those sorts of <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's what you're saying. Like, with one person dies, then someone just takes over. And I'm yeah. kind of like, well, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is it, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, like you say, it's trying to deliver that message of, like, it's better to have, like, it's better to have a crowd, right? Because it's yeah. whatever attacks you're doing, the, the you know, the, your, your, like, the crowd that you're with amplifies it, right? So if you're, like, one of your weapons is, like, bricks, for example, that you throw. And if you're throwing bricks, everyone else is throwing bricks with you. And it's supposed to be this idea that's like, yeah, the more people you've got, more people on your side, the more powerful you are because, you you know, you're all working together. But as James says, actually, you can use those people as just, like, an expendable as resource. <laughs> like, exactly, yes. Yeah, so it's like cannon fodder while yeah. you just run yeah. off and declare victory, yeah. it, which is, you know, part of the part of the thing. And it's just... Yeah, it doesn't really communicate any of like the grey areas 
of revolution and revolution is in just entirely gray areas there's all sorts mm. of things which you know about it which are not it's not it's never like as simple as like it's good versus evil at all mm. it's like people make horrendous decisions mm. when they're in that sort of situation that um you know you can't that aren't really communicated here at all yeah. it's just I just know it's it's just disappointing. It wasn't particularly fun to play, and I, I mean, I finished it all in one sitting as well. I mean, I I didn't, yeah, I was, yeah just it wasn't just not interesting. Uh, I mean, it's especially really, I don't know about uh, you guys, right? But yeah. I, I know Sean, you've said a few things in the past or whatever, but I I've never been comfortable with the police's bad message. Never been comfortable with that. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, there's the, obviously some horrendous stories and actions and stuff like that out there. But I think as a message, that's just scary to me. So I mean, we're, it's te- worth we're teaching into. Like, our kids, they're bad guys, are we? That's, that's what we're teaching no, kids. No, I know what you mean. Like, like, you wanna, just, yeah, like you want, certainly, yeah, in terms of kids. You want to believe that the state works, don't you? Yeah. And it's- well, it's not just the state. I'm, t- I'm boiling it down to a human level. Like, if, if people get in trouble, you there are police out there that are trying to literally do the best for you yeah. and if we're blanket statement police are bad i just think if you're attacking a system that's one thing but yeah. when you're turning police like when we, I, I think the thing that summed it up was when we were playing streets of rage 4 james yeah and there's a level in there where you go in and the police and the uh, you got to fight the police right and i just said to james why are we fighting the police and you just went. You just went corrupt they're, police. They're there corrupt. Yeah. And I just went, <laughs> yeah. What? All of them? Like, it just. It, I don't yes. know, man. I, so yeah, don't Dave, subscribe if you've got, to that yeah, message. But if you've got an hour, that's easy. Easy, Dave, for us to say is like four white men. It's, exactly. it's a race issue. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. As like you know, if if you're like a black and ethnic minority, you know, it, it's a very different view because historically, police yeah. have not been the good pe- the good guys. Like a lot good of people, modern so. policing came not- about to like basically repress. So when um, you know black slavery ended in America, they were like, "Oh no, how are we going to stop them all rising up and killing all the rich people?" We'll make modern policing. That's it's how an it unrealistic <laughs> message. But no, but it is an unrealistic message because you say that, but. If your house got burgled, who are you going to call? Do you know what I mean? It's it's. No, you know, but for us, yeah, like uh, yeah, because we're other people, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. And also, it depends on which. Like it also like other regions of the world, the police are not the same as here. No, like, no, no, of course not. Of, you know, co- of course not. I'm just talking about the lives that we live here, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want that message. Like I, I look, I, I'm. I class myself as left wing, right? That's the, my viewpoint seems to drift lefty towards. Lefty Dave, that's what we call you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my dad calls me, right? Old Lefty Dave. But my, I hate talking politics, man. I fucking hate it, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> because, no politics, uh, Just whatever. But I, my my son gets like if I'm if we're teaching this as a message, right? And my my son gets lost in the middle of the street. I want him to go up to a policeman. You know what I mean? Am I, is that a crazy thing to think? No, of course not, no. No, but again, but it's because of the situation you're in and because of your background and who you are and who your kid is. There are other there are other people in this country who literally that is the last fucking thing you should do. Yeah, they would like, never <laughs> go to that. Yeah. So it's already well saying. Yeah, like obviously you and your viewpoint and us and our viewpoint. Yes, police is that person to go to, but not it's not for everyone, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave, if you've got an hour free, which I know you haven't, but I just, I mean, this is more for the listeners. There's a really good video. Um, there's a, a YouTube channel called Renegade Cut, and he did a video about, it was about Disco Elysium, but also about the evolution of yes. modern policing, and it's really interesting. Um, 
yeah, give that a watch. It will certainly all over it. You might not agree with it, but it will explain the perspective really well. I think. Uh, I don't. I, I. 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 I suppose the difference is is that there's one thing at looking at the system, and then there's one thing at looking at individuals. No, absolutely. And, and there's, yeah, I think that's, like, that's a you know. It's, but the problem is that I, yeah, I, the I, idea is that good police are still operating within a potentially troublesome. So okay, structure. so bringing this back to the game that you're talking about, I mm. think the conclusion that I'm getting from the discussion we've just had is that, I mean, this is a far too um, complex subject to try and yeah, to boil get down. across and deal yeah. with in the, a fucking beat 'em up. It's like they kind of know that, right? They've said in interviews that th- this was very much like the point because. Actually, we do forget that so many games don't even, you know, bat an eyelid at like, hey, go to Iraq, kill the foreigners. Like, and we just don't even notice that because it's so ingrained in us. Like, we don't even, people don't even see that as political anymore. Like a game having Mm -hmm. real guns and depicting real, you know, like real wars that have actually taken place or whatever, or just very similar to real ones. People don't even notice it. So I understand the point they're trying to make, but I just don't think it's particularly effective. See, I, and, sorry, James, go on. I understand that, but then also, see, for me, that comes under like what aboutery yeah. of like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, and yeah. which is which is a, also a problem because this is where I think we should be better than this <laughs> in terms of like of, in terms of like you know like showing mes- showing that there are actually nuances to a lot of these arguments and there are there's complex issues here at, at hand yeah. that are like as dave said it's like people you know these are individuals as well that you're mm. that you're dealing with at, you know at different levels mm-hmm. and i think this i don't think this communicates that at all yeah. and i think that is a problem and i think like you know the devs have said oh you know it's a game for anyone who's you know dreamed about throat punching donald trump which again i get um, but to me, if that was what I was after, I'd probably rather play Hitman because that's all about going after people, you know, like, you know, like high society proper bastards who are, you know, beyond reproach because they're too wealthy, too powerful, too whatever. And that's why they mm-hmm. hire Agent 47 to go after him. Um, which obviously is, you know, that's not a solution. I'm not saying like because ultimately Agent Forty Seven is being hired by other people with you know um, the the resources mm. to to make that happen. Um, but in terms of the satisfaction of like, yeah, you know, that, the, again that that throat punching Donald Trump thing, something like Hitman to me delivers <laughs> on that better because it's like I am going after people who like the system has failed to bring them down, right? And that's mm. sort of like. Because Hitman games could be really yeah, creepy, but in, but in they... my playthroughs, I mean, he certainly does kill a lot of people that are just there to cook them. There is that. There <laughs> is also that. low wages. <laughs> he, he goes in there with the right intentions, <laughs> but then he freaks out because he gets seen, and then just goes on a mass murder in the kitchen. Like, well, this it's... is it, and because obviously it is really like obviously in the Hitman games, it's just a very flimsy. It's like how do we make this not incredibly creepy, right? It's yeah, like, well, yeah, let's yeah. make it so that all the people you're supposed to kill have actually got it coming in one way or another. Um, but yeah, so to have a game like this where it's like, yes, if you want to throat punch Donald Trump, play this game, but then you spend the first four hours just beating the shit out of police. It's like, mm. eh, I'd, mm, <laughs> I'd, yeah. So yeah, missed opportunity. But it also, but it also it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really consider like the moral aspect of revolution either. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that when you're doing this, you're losing something of yourself as well when you engage in like yeah. this. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it may f- you may feel like oh this is you know they got this coming it's cathartic you know this this kind of thing but mm-hmm. then also 
you know, by engaging in it, you're also it's you're lo- you're going to lose something of your of yourself. I think. Yeah. It's uh, it's always been the problem with revolution. It's mm-hmm. it's just you know it's one of the main issues. Mm. Okay. Anything else, James? Uh, yeah, I also play Telling Lies as well. Um, so I played this over the weekend because, I mean, as I said before, I really I loved her story. I thought it was great, and I was looking forward to playing this. I waited for the Switch release um, because I'm not going to play it on on computer, and it, it works generally pretty well on uh, on Switch. It's um, you know the input is, Why is absolutely you play fine. On your phone? Uh, I don't know actually. I don't know. I just don't play games on my phone. I guess it just doesn't okay. really happen. Um, but I've got to say, overall, I was quite disappointed with it. I did not enjoy it really. I've I heard mean, this. I, I yeah, because I, I was well up for this when it came out, and all I seem to hear recently is like, oh, actually, it's not as good as her story. And well, yeah, it, no. it's not as good, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, still definitely I mean, enjoyable. The thing is, is I think you see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't criticize anyone who thinks this is good because it, I think a lot of it will probably depend on how engaged you felt with the story and whether you felt it was interesting. Personally, I, I felt it was better in her story, like the, the game mechanic, because it was focused on a single person. The mechanic of searching for like keywords was much more focused, and it was easier to sort of, you know, just keep. I definitely track of agree there. Yeah, it definitely made more sense. Because the thing with this is, like, with adding so many new characters and there's so many scenes that are going on, it does become rather complicated. And I was continuously bothered that I was missing things because there was just it was bringing up so much information every time. But the main feeling I felt about it was that I didn't feel that the characters were particularly well written. And I didn't think the story was very interesting. I mean, I yeah, I think I think my main issue was that it seemed to focus too much on going, ah, you thought this character was doing this, but actually. You know, it did that a lot, like especially with the main character in that game, mm-hmm. um, the guy, where it was like, oh, you think he's got this personality, but now you've seen this bit of audio, he's actually like, it's his job to do this now. So now, uh, and it was like, it got to the point where it was trying to flip it over so many times that I kind of lost interest yeah. in <laughs> his story completely. Um, and yeah, as you say, it just felt like, because it was so self-contained, uh, her story, um, telling lies just seemed to be far more spiralling to the point where, you know, it actually, it went too spiralling for that way of delivering the, that story. Mm. And also, I don't know if they've changed this with an update, but the fact that, so in telling lies, there can be like five, six minute videos, right? Yeah. And the clip starts from the key word that you put in Yep. not from the start of the video mm-hmm. and rewinding the video was a fucking ball ache on yeah, the it still was. Yeah. <laughs> really it yeah. was just like oh god so I've, I've found the clip I'm always going to rewind to the start because why wouldn't you and it would take fucking ages also Dave like, oh. with those vibrating joy-cons doing that that's not fun oh it's god like- <laughs> Oh they, god! Yeah, they vibrate quite a lot when you're rewinding, which gets which gets quite yeah, annoying. Yeah, James, how, at what point, how long had you been playing before you realised you could have rewound all those videos to the start? No, I mean straight away. Like, oh, okay, you can, cool. It was, it was, but then I got to the point where I was like, some of these videos are really boring um, to watch. And yeah, yeah. I just can't be bothered to like do that, so I was just like skipping through things and just looking for dialogue. Well, no wonder you, thought, didn't you miss a bit of the story if you were like, I mean, I, I thought stories. Good. I mean, it, it wasn't great, but I, I enjoyed being carried along. But if you're skipping bits, you, you're never going to really be satisfied, are you? Sadly. Yeah, but but to be in fairness, there is a lot of, yeah. And then like two minutes of just someone staring at a screen and then, 
Okay. Or nodding. And it you know, and it's okay. like, you know, yeah, okay. Let's... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, James. I, I, I really fell off of this hard. Um, I started playing it like I did with her story, taking down notes, thinking of things to search for, trying to piece mm. things together. And then I just got to the point where I was like, I really don't think I care, actually. I don't think I care about the characters. And by that point, everything unravels and... You yeah. you've you've lost interest. Uh, it's a shame because obviously so yeah, shame. with her story, like Sambala had found this really interesting, cool way of you know doing a sort of investigative video game where you've got all this footage and it was like a whole new avenue had opened up. So obviously for his next game, he's gone right. Well, let's double down on that. Let's explore it. Let's see how far it can go. And it kind of looks like maybe it worked better when it was a bit simpler. Is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely. I I really think it was it was better when it was simpler. Shame. So yeah, mm. but yeah. So I played that. I mean, the only other thing I played this week was I played Batman and the Enemy Within. Um, this was a, a surprise actually because this was one of the last Telltale games um, that was released yeah. um, before it all went wrong. Um, it's still available now because the rights were bought up by Athlon Games or some other company, and I bought it a long time ago because I played the um, the first Telltale Batman game and thought it was it was fine, like nothing really special. And but I thought, yeah, I'd, I'd like to continue with this. So I played this over the week, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was really very good, like really very good. I mean, th- this this was at a point where like Telltale had had really like nailed the engine at this point, where there was not any issues anymore in terms of like graphical problems and glitches and stuff like that. The pacing was really spot on. But the most the the absolute best thing about this is, I mean, you know, like the Joker has been like reimagined and analysed in, like, so many different, like, forms of media, like, over the years. You know, there's there's always been, like, oh, what's the new take on, on like, the Joker? Like, how is he being presented and stuff like that? But they take it in a really interesting direction in The Enemy Within. It's... it's I And what happens... I mean, I can't reveal anything about what happens in this because I really would urge people to play it because I think it's really good. But you can go down two very distinct paths and the game changes quite radically because of that. Mm-hmm. And... And I've not really experienced that so much in Telltale games before. You know, it always feels like you're really going towards a general, yeah. like, sort of ending. Whereas this, it really, like, changes things a lot. And I don't think you need to have played the first game either to enjoy this. Because I think it's... I, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot more than I played, enjoyed telling lies. But it's like, because it was... The story was a lot more coherent and a lot more more, lot more uh, interesting. But I would, yeah, I'd definitely go and try this. Because it's fascinating. Like, the yeah, the, the yeah, character development is, is so good. Cool. It's interesting to hear you say that. Have you seen... Uh, Daniel Dwyer's no clip no. Uh, documentary about Telltale. Watch no. it. Okay. Watch it. So um, I've you know I won't spoil too too much, but um, th- there's a uh, the Telltale. The people that work at Telltale are very proud of that series, and the main reason why they're proud of it is because they felt that that's the one that they were allowed to go off the leash a little bit mm-hmm. um, and do their own thing creatively. That uh, makes whereas sense. they hadn't felt that with Telltale Games for a long time up until that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, highly recommended. I watched a bit of that. I haven't seen it all, but I watched a bit of that the other day and I was like, ah, this is really interesting. They're really going into what they felt went wrong at Telltale and why. Um, and they all seem to agree that the Batman series was their best work because there was sort of a period where they weren't being looked over so closely. Mm-hmm. And that's during the Batman series. So Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. You'd love that, James. 
Yeah, I will watch that definitely because this honestly, this is excellent. It's uh, I think it's available on Switch as well now. Like they've got it as like a double pack or whatever with the original one. But this, the Enemy Within, is the one to play. I was going to say because um, one of them was free on the Epic Store. But I don't know if it was this or the first one. I'm guessing it was the first. It was one. Probably the first yeah, one. Yeah, 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 it was like tell. It was like Batman a Telltale series or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, and yeah. that was all right. It mm-hmm. wasn't. I didn't think it was that great. But this, I mean, this builds on some of the things that happen in that game, but not so that you would be completely lost. Um, yeah, like if you went into this, it's um, yeah. yeah. There's enough there that's like original. I mean, are there any Telltale games we haven't now played? You must be getting near the end, surely. You've not played Tal at the Borderlands, Borderlands, have you? No, I've not played that. I think that's probably one of the only ones. I can't remember because I can't remember all the ones that there were. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd give Borderlands a go. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed that without even enjoying the main game. Yeah, I was going to say because yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've not played the Batman ones, but yeah, Tales from the Borderlands is probably my favourite Telltale game. Uh-huh. <laughs> James definitely isn't going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I might do one day. I, I started playing Borderlands uh-huh. Three the other day actually. Oh yeah, because um, and I'm not that keen on it. Um, but um, yeah. None of us famously we got bollocked for not playing that game when it came out. Did. If you remember correctly. But then no <laughs> one really no one seemed to mention it two weeks after it came out. Which is always a pretty good <laughs> litmus test, great. I find. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um Okay, is that it, James? That's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh I played Greece. Oh yeah. Excellent. Uh, just I went back and listened to what Sean said about it yeah. at the Game of the Year show. Yeah. Nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, Incredible to look at, great sounds, great, perfectly weighted puzzles and platforming was, uh, I think it was a quote from uh, Sean there, and uh, I played through it this week, and it's honestly, utterly incredible from start to finish. (laughs) (laughs) From start to finish, I had an insane emotional connection to the game, Mm -hmm. Um, and I was thoroughly gripped throughout, Uh, I think. Partly due to the imagery, mm-hmm. um, a lot down to the soundtrack and yeah. audio. Um, I thought, as you say, I thought it was I, one thing that really, really impressed me about that game is how you always felt like you were going the wrong way, yeah, but were always <laughs> going the right way. It made the whole world feel so much bigger than it actually mm. was. Um, the fact that it's all connected as well, like with a few breaks here and there, but still technically connected you know there's bits where you f- go into the statue's hand and you fall down a pit but it still felt like you were in the same area mm. um like i'd love to see a map of all of that you know just a huge just one shot image of every how everything connects if it does connect um but really i mean it is i think a lot of it is down to the visuals and uh that can't be underplayed mm. like it I mean, if you've not heard of Greece, it come out like a what a couple of it's spelled G R I S. It's available for I played on the Switch. It come out a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago. December twenty eighteen, wasn't it? Twenty eighteen, yeah. Yeah. Game of the Year show. Um, And it was funny. It was one of those games that I always thought that I wanted to play, just because it's one of those games where you see it in motion for a bit and you go, "Oh, that's different. Mm. That might be interesting." the, uh, and it's sort of a puzzle platformer. Nothing's too taxing. If you're looking for a puzzle game, you're not going to get it, but it does have some nice touches in there. The one thing that I was surprised about, one of the things that was being said a lot when the game was released, is that there's not much of a game there, and it's actually, you know, it feels like a walking simulator with a platform aesthetic. It's not that at all. Yeah, it's bollocks, isn't I it? I couldn't it's agree good. with that <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. I can't believe people were like, oh, you just sort of go along, really, and just look at things. 
no there's a lot of like stuff that you do in that um and yeah it's all obvious because the foreshadowing the build up to the bits that you're doing is all very clear you'll never have to look for look at walkthrough but i i don't know man just sitting the imagery was so strong and yes things are a bit blunt with the point that it's trying to make um but it never bothered me like it wasn't to the point where i was rolling my eyes because it's never shoved in your face it's all background stuff you mm. know like the statues of the women crying and stuff like that it's it's not going yeah look at this this is about such and such <laughs> you you kind of get it but without it becoming too overbearing mm. um but really it is just a something to stick some headphones in and play through in a night or two and just visually just absolutely stunning in places like the way that it mixes things up it plays with color it plays with light it plays with uh all sorts of stuff like that and it just works like it really works um i think if i'd have played this at a di- different time i would have hated it um but it was one of those that i you know, I've been playing a lot of long games recently, a lot of competitive and co-op multiplayer uh, games, um, and I just wanted a experience from start to finish in the space of about a week where I could put some headphones on and just sink into a sofa and, and you know, know that I'm going to see a conclusion in the not too distant future, and this just ticked all the all the boxes for me mm. really really did I'd, I'd recommend it to everyone really i know james you you didn't like it as much did you i liked it so this is the thing i, I didn't hate the game at all i thought i did enjoy it but um i didn't think it was amazing i think it was partly though because of the environment that i was playing it in because mm. i played it in the back of a car like with trying to play it with headphones on and yeah, with other issues that were going on at the time yeah, yeah if, there's, <laughs> if there's distractions i mean i was lucky i played it after Joe went to bed, I stuck my headphones into into the switch and just laid down and, and played it. And it was just the connection I had with it was I've not had with a game for a long time. You know, it, it, it so many emotions you go through it. There's fear, there's anxiety, there's hope. There's so many emotions that I had while playing that game. It was really quite overbearing at, at some points. This is it, like, uh, a, you know, because... When I was doing play by the the bell and stuff, and I was streaming indie indie stuff, people were like, oh, you get like, and I, I'd said, you know, I'd, I'd quite like to do a full playthrough of of Greece at some point. And people have been, you know, occasionally someone will ask like when that's happening. I'm sometimes I'm just like, I don't think I can. So like, it's you've got to be. I mean, obviously, when you play it for the first time, you don't really know what's coming. You just experience it as you experience it, and that's fine. But knowing what's coming in a second playthrough, it's like you've. I'd have to be in the right. Mm-hmm frame of mind for it i think because they say it's just it's, yeah. it's very intense at times well the thing that the thing that hits you first isn't it is that there's the sand blasts yeah. like the sort of sandstorm yeah, yeah, bit yeah. and it really that's horrible yeah. <laughs> because up until that point it's a bit you know dour a bit plinky plonky mm-hmm. with the music or whatever and then it's just like, and like <laughs> fuck this is horrible and yeah. um, totally intentional mm-hmm. as well and, and works really mm-hmm. well but uh, and the way you get through those is just, as you say, like as as I've said, bit on the nose, <laughs> but not to the point where you're kind of like angry at it or you think it's stupid. It doesn't spell it out for you, but it's pretty obvious what it's trying to say. Um, I'm really, really glad I played this this week 
I think it helps in the situation we're in and I wanted to just fully focus down on something mm. um, and not spend the evening letting my mind wander. That helps. Not sitting on BBC News on my fucking telephone <laughs> till midnight or whatever. Um, having something to just completely take my attention like that really helped. You've not played this, Matt, no? No, I haven't, no. I mean, it did look good when Sean did play by the bell. Um... I play it then. You got it. You own it. Do I? Yeah. I mean, you've got a Game Pass. Oh, so Game Pass there. Wh- oh, cool. Yeah, whack your headphones into your PC and play it. you fucking love it. I, I'm almost sure you'd love it. Mm. Yeah. Um, is it? Do you say it's a short game? Three hours, if that. Oh, okay, two and a half. Yeah. It's not long at all. Um, but I paid 15 quid for it on Switch. Didn't feel like I was shortchanged at all. I thought it was worth every penny, to be honest with you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm really I glad you loved it because yeah, because I heard like some people loved it, other people thought no, it's not for me. And I, I like my view from the outside was that it looked nice, but it wasn't like an essential game I had to play or anything. But I'm glad you loved it. Yeah, don't expect it to be. I mean, there are long sections where you're walking along and she does walk very slowly, but I think it is respectful of your time. Yeah. Like the the like, I mean, the amazing bits are when you finish a area and then you find like the hole which you don't find you're not actually looking for it but the bit just behind that is like usually just a drop and it drops you right back where you started so you don't have to walk all the way back um but yeah and also the only advice i give to you matt is if you play this just trust it if you're walking along a big long ledge thinking i hope i don't hit a dead end so i have to walk all the way back again you just won't you won't okay you just you end up where you need to end up. I don't know how it does it that well. Yeah, so there is uh, some intelligent level does. design there. That make it, it, give, uh, it gives it, you the impression that you're wandering, but actually it is somehow yeah, funneling you down at the way. Thinking, oh you my go. god, I'm definitely going the wrong way, but you're not. It somehow leads you in the right direction, uh, which is crazy, really. Yeah, because that's. Did you find that? Sean? Yeah, and like, and and that's partly what fascinated me about it so much because obviously, so all the visual stuff uh, was done by an illustrator called Conrad Rossett, who you know has has never done game development before so the fact that it looks as good as it does and is also well designed in game terms i think is fascinating like he must have done a hell of a lot of research and a hell of a lot of learning there just to to get that to work the way it does because any you know a good illustrator can draw the environment but then it might be that once you put a game character in there that you've got a control and run and jump around it doesn't quite work right certain you know, things have to stand out in a certain way or be sort of legible to a uh, a person playing the game and it, it nails that it completely nails that and it's, that's yeah just fascinating that he's managed to pull that off i mean you can see why they i mean let's not talk about how much it cost me but you can see why it's one of the few where i've bought the art book for it um yeah it's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah it's beautiful totally. Um, Matt, headphones on, get that downloaded, uh, turn your headphones up loud and just sit and play play it through. Maybe over the space of two nights, an hour and a half a night. Uh, I'd love to know what you think of it. I mean, I I, I adored it. I thought I I could totally see why Sean put it in the game of the year list. Mm. And if I'd have played it at that time and experienced it the way I experienced it, this week then it would have been in mine too too pardon me windy pops um <laughs> which is a nice way to end that section on a game that emotionally uh affected me <laughs> <laughs> um, sean have you got what have you got for uh, i've just got one more um i've been playing hunt down which came out on switch and pc this week so this is one that james and i played at res two three years ago um 
I'd pretty much assumed it wasn't happening because there was just no news about it whatsoever. And then, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, it was just like, hey, guess what? It's coming out in May. Um, so this is the sort of uh, 2D side-on uh, run-and-gun shooter. Um, it's, you know, it's a little bit Contra, I guess. Um, I've played any of the older Contra games. Um, it's very, you know, it's one of those, what if a Mega Drive game but made now? Um it's fucking brilliant. I I absolutely love it. I like I enjoyed it at Rest. Like it was, it just you know seemed cool. I was excited to see how it turned out. It's <laughs> like so yeah, you know, two D sort of pixel arty running around shooting people in a sort of very eighties um, inspired future. Which you know, just saying that it feels like we've seen a lot of that. Um, but it's it's just how well it nails that vibe like it properly feels like um you know like running man or total recall or <laughs> like you know like or robocop or whatever just like kind of low budget or like escape from new york something like that that sort of 80s action film vibe um like there's shit loads of like like the production values are actually really impressive even though it's you know 2d pixel art it's like there's shitloads of voice acting and loads of like little custom animations with like little set pieces, just shit just happening constantly. Um, like there's like you know all the enemies have got like little different callouts and stuff, like they like shouting abuse at you and shit. And like there's like three characters to choose from. They all have like little quips and stuff, and some of them are funny movie references. But again, they're sort of like when it's being cheesy, it's it's like done knowingly enough. Um, that it is just like you know you'll crack a smile and then not really think about it again it's never uh you know it's 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 like it invokes um all of those sort of 80s action films but without ever being like ah do you remember do you remember robocop do you remember when he said this in robocop that was good but you know what i mean it doesn't feel like forced or cynical it just seems like it's come from a genuine love uh for that source material um the combat in it is just great it's you know, there's lots of like dashing around, getting into cover, like hiding doorways and like dodging fire and stuff. Like you, you know, a lot of it you kind of just sprinting around, just shooting people. But then there's there'll be little areas where there's like lots of doorways, lots of cover, and loads of enemies. And you've got like you've got to be like right angle, and I've really got to sort of figure out how I'm going to pick my way through this. Um, and all these sort of cool little pitched battles where it's you versus like 10, 20 other guys all coming at you. And you're like, right, get in this doorway, shoot him, jump up there, get behind that crate, you know, lob a grenade over there. It just, it feels fucking great. It's so much fun. Um, the soundtrack is absolute dynamite. Um, it's, the sound design's amazing. Like all, the, like the guns all sound meaty as fuck. Um, and all the visual effects and stuff, like all the explosions are absolutely huge. It's just like, it's just, like it's a proper like assault on the senses, which I really wasn't expecting. Like, like I say, obviously we played it at, at Res, and it was kind of you know you're playing it with basically no sound. I can't remember if we had headphones or not, um, and it just seemed like quite a cool 2D uh, platformer shooter. But it's just, it's just how fucking intense it is, and like, so the structure of it is that you know there's like four different worlds and there's you know a bunch of levels in each each level ends with like a, a mini boss and then there's like a, a gang leader at the end right um of each world and each of the bosses is really fucking good they're all quite interesting every single one is like right cool there's a pattern here that i have to learn 
and figure out and you know and they'll have different phases and sometimes they'll they'll call some goons out to uh, give you some grief and yeah they're, they're all just proper good fun they and they all go th- you know within sort of two or three attempts they go through that arc of like fuck me this is impossible hang on i'm kind of getting it now right now i can do it basically without taking a single hit and it's just great just go like gets you through that process really quickly um and then the the bigger boss fights at the end of each world are like genuinely like really cinematic and cool and it's <laughs> i like it's yeah I'm just properly, properly impressed with it. I'm like, and I'm gutted that the the so it's got co-op, but it's off, uh, offline only. Because um, mm-hmm. as soon as I started playing, I was like, "Fuck me!" If James still wants to pick this up, like, we need to stream it. But it's no, sadly, it's just offline. Um, is it? So, it, and it is just like a, a side-scrolling shooter, isn't it? Basically, basically, like, yeah. That's, that's, like, yeah, yeah this looks like there's a lot more. Just looking at the screenshots, it looks like it's not. There's a lot more platforming. It's not, Going yeah, on it's, it's not like another Metroidvania, is no, it? No, no, absolutely like, not. It's, it's, not like, it's there is a discrete series okay. of levels, and you go through to. I mean, there's you know, there's collectibles. There's you know, um, like if you can get through the level without dying, kill a certain number of enemies, pick up. I think it's like three hidden stashes in each level. Um, so there's stuff like that to go back for, but basically, yeah, you can just blast through it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's like, yeah, it's like Dave said, it's just there's so much to it. It's just, it's just amazing how dense it is, how much stuff is just going on as you're just running around shooting people. It's yeah, so much fun. Properly impressed. What are you playing on? A uh, Switch. That looks, um, yeah, it does look. Is it out now? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's out now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you, when you're talking about the style that it's going for, all mm. you got to do is is Google image search. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's very, very obvious. Yeah, it looks. Uh, it looks like Robocop versus Terminator. It does. It does. Like, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. It also yeah, yeah. reminds me a lot of, I don't know if any of you played the Judge Dredd game on the SNES, which was yes. better than the film <laughs> it was based on. Um, it reminds me a lot of that as well. But, um, <laughs> I saw that in the cinema. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. no, no I th- I, it, yeah, you know exactly what, what it's going for the moment yeah. you see uh, that game. So, yeah. yeah, if it interests you, then good. But it's good to see that that, that style is... So someone's still getting something out of that style because, as you say, we've seen mm. a lot of that um, recently. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and it's again, good. it's it's like when when Ax, uh, listening to the um, Kane and Rince episode about Axiom Verge, and they were saying how the guy who developed that was once asked, like, "Oh, so like, could this run on a an, an, on a NES?" And he's like, "Well, no, a NES couldn't actually do a single screen of this." And again, it's hunt down. He's like, yeah, at a glance, it's like, oh, it's like a Mega Drive game, but actually, it's doing so much shit that a Mega Drive could never, never have possibly done. Um, I love that. that that's, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice. So, yeah, you were I, listening to what? Hmm. You were listening to what? I said, I, was, I love that. No, he's mm-hmm. pulling me up on listening to our rivals. Ooh. Oh, they ain't rivals, boy. They wish they were rivals, <laughs> right? <laughs> Is that, is that it? You got anything else? That is it for me, yeah. Matt Murray. Um, I streamed Resident Evil 3 on Sunday. Started playing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to have seen, uh, heard the game, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can tell you, uh, it, it sounds great. Obviously, no one... There's a lot of uh, uh, whooshing. Yeah, no, uh, so I'll start playing that. <laughs> and uh, so far, it, it, it goes, it gets into the action like so much quicker than Resident Evil Two. I, I thought Resident Evil Two was fantastic. I loved it, even though it it, it royally messed me up. It was probably a bit too intense for me. But uh, this, it, it gets into the action like straight away. Like within, well, within the first like cutscene, you're being chased by Nemesis, and I I was sort of hoping 
that wouldn't be the case. Maybe they'll ease you in slowly, but no, you're straight into it straight away. And um, yeah, it, it feels like a very, very different pace to Resident Evil 2 already. I didn't play the original uh, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, uh, but from what people are saying in the chat and just from what I've learned since, you know, the third, Resident Evil 3 is much more action game than survival horror uh, of of Resident Evil 1 and 2. Uh, and, and and that's instantly recognisable in this. Like, I feel like I've, even just in like the two and a half or three hour stream I did on Sunday night, I've done like, I feel like I've done I've gone straight into a puzzle, did that, I've I've gone through, I've done like, it feels like I'm doing more stuff in like a short space of time. I know also this game is a lot shorter than Resi 2 was. I think some people have said they can finish it in six hours. So I'm expecting me to get done for like between 20 and 35 hours. Um, and so I'm, I'm, because I'm shit at games is, uh, is a joke there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, but so far so good. Um, I, I've been chased a lot. Uh, I, I, a lot of people saying that I had some good reactions to Nemesis. I wouldn't say I've like freaked out quite as bad as I did in Resident Evil 2. Uh, because Nemesis feels like a constant character, uh, so a constant sort of menace, uh, it feels like so far at least I've, I've been fine. Also, I feel like I've got more gun, got more gun power. Uh, there are like tactics you can do. You can like throw grenades at Nemesis, and he will like he will like fall down for a bit, and also drop sort of crates, which might include um, weapons and stuff for you. Uh, when you go to attack other zombies, your knife doesn't deteriorate uh, deteriorate like it did in Resident Evil Two, so you you can just do a lot of stabbing uh, versus trying to conserve that in Resident Evil Two, which is also good. So I feel a bit more powerful as well. And I've also again in just that one stream, I've also got like a bunch of upgrades for the weapons I've got. So it definitely feels much more run and gun than the survival horror element of Resident Evil 2, and I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Doesn't that kill the atmosphere a little bit, though? Um, no, because I, I mean, I, I still I still freaked out when I was getting chased, and I still didn't like it when you know when it was throwing big punches and knocking me out. Uh, but it definitely has a different vibe. It's definitely less survival horror. Uh, but I'm I'm fine with that. Um, it looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, like the RE engine is is just a gorgeous engine. And uh, so um, yeah, it looks great. Uh, having never played this game before, I'm, I'm excited to see where the story goes. Um, I've looked a lot. Everyone's saying this is like a sequel. I'm sure, I hope I haven't like mis misheard of them, but people saying it's a sequel to the first game. I, I, I looking into it. Like the original one is like took place both before and after Resident Evil Two. So I, yeah. I, I need to clarify exactly where it is in the timeline. Do any of you guys know? Not a clue. God, no, Sorry, nothing yeah. about the Resident Evil story at all. I know fuck all about that. Uh, how about you, James? Have you played this before? I have, yeah. And I think, isn't it? I said, I can't. I do remember it being set like directly after one or something like that. I can't. I can't remember. It's um. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Anyway, wherever it is in the story uh, or in the timeline, I haven't haven't ever played it before. I'm excited to see where it goes, and it's called being Jill, and because um, she's a great character, and uh, yeah, I, I, so far. I haven't fully freaked out about getting chased, which is good. I've certainly reacted to moments, which has been bad, but I haven't been sick yet. I haven't been sick yet, which is which is also good. Um, so yeah, uh, I I don't know how long it's going to take me to finish. I mean, like I said, I've read like uh, some of the reviews complain it was like oh five to six hours long, uh, whereas obviously Resi Two is much longer. And there was like two ways. Once you've finished the first, like the A side of Resi Two, there was like a B side, so on and so forth. This is just like one straight shot to the end. Um, a lot of discussion about how long this is going to take you on the Discord. I noticed there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of I mean, people interested saying like it. twelve hours, like six streams. So let's say like twelve hours. It's going to take me a long while because I'm because I suck. But um, 
yeah, I don't mind. If it's a good game, I'll happily keep playing it. But yeah, that's it. I've, I've been playing that. I'm still playing Animal Crossing, obviously. Uh, I feel like I'm getting near... Getting near the end in inverted commas. I've said that to myself about three or four times. <laughs> James. Like, but, but 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 I have like completed like the the second and potentially like, last major project on my island. But now I'm what was sort that? Of, I might have, huh? What was that? Well, I just created like a second big like residential area uh, on my island, and so now because everyone's I've moved everyone out of town. I guess my next project is to go and redo you've town, done, but uh, like. I don't know. I, I'm you still moved loving, everyone still out of town. Yeah, got. I first you kicked them I all I, out. Well, I, I I created like designated whole residential areas. Um, right. And I think they're my favourite parts of the island actually. So now I guess I need to go back into town and redevelop that. But still playing every day. Um, yeah, I've hit over 210 or 15 hours now. 215 hours. What a game. Uh, did any of you guys do the? Um, have you played it today? Have you done like the stamp stuff in the museum? Was oh, that today? That was no, shit. shit. Yeah, I think it, it goes crap. on for a few days. Okay, yeah, it's crap. I, I, Is it bullshit? That game needs something now. It needs something. I, I mean, I haven't played it anywhere near as much as you guys, and already I'm going. Ugh. It even needs a lot more cooler stuff in the shop. It certainly needs a refresh of the stuff that's in the Nook stop. Oh my uh, god! Shop yeah, like and, and I the Nook to miles. Ask, like, do I have to? Do I have to have bought everything and before it can replenish, or does it now never replenish? Like I look every day, are there new fences? No, I've got every fence. Like, but and I've bought like loads of stuff. And in fact, I bought so much stuff the other day. Like I did get a nice surprise. I got like a new app on my phone which I hadn't heard of. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, okay. so you can you can buy yeah. stuff directly through it. Yeah, you can really? buy stuff it's it's the stuff. same stuff. Right? <laughs> What's the fucking yeah, point? But, but it was a cool little. Oh, I didn't know. I was going to get another app. But that's quite nice. But um, like I have, I've bought. Fuck loads of things, obviously, through that. But I haven't bought everything. Do I have to buy everything for it to like potentially refresh, or is that just it no? Now? I don't think so. Okay. I think well, the thing is, is it's this is really odd the way that this is playing out because in previous Animal Crossing games in the series, it was like the more money you spent, the quicker it was that um, it would upgrade to the next version of yeah. the store. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they don't seem to be doing that this time. It seems to be they're just rolling it out to everyone yeah, like at the same stuff, time. Yeah. Which is kind of irritating because it means then you're just stuck with like this rubbish shop, you know, for like a long period of time. It doesn't well, matter I mean, how much you spend. The shop's fine. It's more like the catalogue. And, and I don't know and the, the, the 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 exclusive it's, it's items that they sell in that shop seems to repeat a hell of a lot. Yeah, it's and the thing is, is when when like last time it got to like the stage where you get like Nookingtons, which is like massive. It's on like three floors or whatever. There's there's loads of stuff like on each floor, like loads of like different things you can buy. Whereas at the moment, it it does feel very limited, which is disappointing. It's um yeah, but I don't know when they're when they're gonna you know when they're gonna plan to release the next update. I mean, yeah, the difference between now is that like, now it's seasonal in Invocom seasonal content, whereas before it's like baked into the game, mm. and now we're just yeah. reliant on. When they do their thing, but yeah, I, I would. I mean, I'm still happy playing. I'm still love playing every day, um, but because I've had major projects to do now, I feel like I'm. I mean, might be nearing potentially the end of those. I'd, hopefully, I feel like keep playing it, but but we'll see. But no, yeah, they need to do something. They need to do but, something. But what I can they do? Like, okay, I mean, adding was it Brewster's Coffee Place? Adding that would be good. Yeah, but that like, oh, yeah. even the start, even all that stuff they're talking about. I'm kind of like, yeah, but what's that going to give you? Yeah, but that's the whole point. That's the whole thing with this game, though, isn't it? It's like ultimately that is what this game is. Is you're you're not gonna get. They're not they're not gonna add like new gameplay things to do. Like they're yeah. not no, gonna no, do no. that. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying they need an overhaul of the items that you can collect. 
The... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there will be that. There will be new stuff. Yeah, but it's stuff, not coming quick you know, enough. That's the problem. It well, feels no, now. Like, yeah. we, got, um, we, we got the art stuff, although Red's been from Ireland like three times. Yeah, well, this is it. It's like, that's really slow, and you can only buy and one that, at a time, and it's like, okay. And that's the problem with this seasonal way of doing this, because before, it wasn't slow, because the more you bought, the quicker the upgrades came, and the quicker new items came. And they're not doing that this time, which is a but, which is but I think they've got to space out because of people like me and other people who have like played the you know the uh, the stock market and have like millions in the bank. Yeah, that's true. That they need to spread out further. I think, like Sean said ages ago, yes, you might have loads of money. But there's also loads more things to buy. Yeah. So I think if they if they did the whole like oh the more you spend they will upgrade then everyone have had it already like a weeks ago because people have yeah. made millions so I get why I have to do it but I would I th- see, oh, I'd argue that they wouldn't have to do it because you're just putting in a, a disadvantage of the people who I assume is the minority of the people that are you know mining bells the way that you are and you're putting it like the people that are, like myself that are at the point now where it's like well I want new things but there's nothing to really go for i don't i'm sort of a halfway house of where i've been playing it quite a bit but not an insane amount and I, now i'm at a point now where i'm like well what you know and it feels like it it, it should be moving on by now you know what i mean I, like even i said well, no, but this... when we're talking about nook mole nook moles or whatever i've got like thirty thousand nook moles and i think well i, I had that many i i what for what do you wish you had that many for I'm building something at the moment, and I need yeah, to. I, mean, I spent so much on like, uh, uh, like street lamps. Yeah, I've, yeah, street lamps yeah. are a big one. But I mean, okay. yeah, I, yeah, I, I spent loads. Saved but up then, as well. But, just... but like with that island, that, that you know, I was saying when you go to the airport, you can either go and see your friends, which is fine. I've got no complaints about that. The other two options are you go to a random island, but that doesn't really do anything. I mean, it's not like it. I, I assume that when you went to an island, you get more rare bugs, more rare, rare fish, you know, more rare items. That doesn't seem to be the case. Well, no, it is the case because it depends on because okay, it's which certain. island you go to is is random, and you can get lucky sometimes and end up on like one that's got like full of spiders or whatever, yeah, or islands. an island which is yeah, like David full of that. like bells, yeah, yeah, yeah. loads of spiders. <laughs> yeah, just... what, what I'm saying is that yeah, I've been to the bell one. But it does, it's not like a major thing. It's you pick up a few more bells than, you know. It's... Yeah, but nothing in this game is a major thing. That's the whole thing with it. <laughs> no, but I, just... if I went to an island and suddenly they had, like, sharks on it, that would be cool because I can't get them. But tarantulas, all right, yeah, you get lots of bells from doing that. But yeah. there are tarantulas on my island. So it's not like mm-hmm. I'm seeing anything new or cool. Then you've got the halves island thing. So you've got two... Alternative well, places that, to go. That's, well, that's, that's, that's pointless. pointless yeah, I mean, neither of them, yeah, neither yeah, of them yeah. really add much. You just think if you'd have made like these things add stuff, then surely that's I don't know, man. It's it's weird. It just feels like there's not a lot in this game, but the stuff that's there is not you know different enough to make it exciting to go and do. But I think. I think it really depends on how you want to play it because, I mean, Matt, you're doing like constant remodeling, yeah? Yeah. And like building things. That is also what Chen is doing. Uh, she's just spending so much time just like rebuilding, changing the design, all that kind of thing. I mean, I, I'm building, I'm doing a project at the moment of something I'm building, which is looking pretty fucking cool. <laughs> when, when it's done, I'm I'm really happy with it, okay. with, with the way it's what going. What are you building? Come on. No, you're, uh, no, no, don't I, I do that. No, no, I want it to be a surprise. No, no it's, it's not, not a surprise. No, it's not a surprise. I get that, James. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, it's exciting doing a massive project. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I and it's like, like what I, is it, James? 
No, because I don't want to tell you because I want I want to, I want to bring you over when I'm finished and then you can see what it is. Oh, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, brilliant. Yeah. You've announced it on the fucking. Okay, go on. All right. What were you going to yeah. say, Sean? I was just going to say yeah. So I've like moved like all the houses and shops over basically into like one corner of the island now, right? But <laughs> but I haven't bothered like removing all the infrastructure that was previously in place for where they used to be. Yeah. So now anyone who flies into my island will just see a load of fucking paths going nowhere. It looks like shit. <laughs> like loads of flowers where houses used to be, and I've just not bothered digging them up yet. I really need to sort that out. But yeah, I'm I, not I, allowed I to quite move enjoy any of that. that. Shit, Sean. Huh? I am not allowed to move any of that stuff. <laughs> Harry gets upset. Really? So I've just got to leave that stuff where it is. I yeah, I'm, I'm really happy in my island at the moment, and I think like, there'll be a constant state of, well, I've, I've, I've done that, and I've. I mean, I spend I spend most of my time and money moving things. Like I need to move that one square back, so now I need to move that house to a random place. Wait a day, move that back somewhere else. Oh no, hang on, I need to move that again. <laughs> but you know, it, 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 that's what I want it to be. I'm, 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 it's fun to build that stuff. And that's what's been cool with this version of the game because you couldn't do this before, like in terms of like you know terraforming yeah, and like yeah, changing yeah. everything yeah. around. And I've lost like many times I've gone to bed now and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm just gonna switch, switch this on for like twenty minutes or whatever. And then I end up in you know starting some project where I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna redesign this completely. You know, like you know rebuild it. Terraforming gonna, is well know, put... addictive, I think. Yeah, it's it's. it's I great. wish the interface for it was a bit better. The yeah, it's it's absolutely fucking shocking. If all it's, all it, I want is, I mean, we we all saw that video where it was like, here's a load of dream improvements to Animal Crossing. I would forego the lot of them if I could just have the game showing me which square I'm targeting before I use. Yeah, the, yeah. Fucking oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah but, no, that 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 video. If you've not seen it, what? Who made it? Sean, do you know? Can't remember. Sorry. Okay, well, there's a video <laughs> doing the rounds. We'll have to tweet it out or something because. It's unbelievable. Like, it, it, what I love about it is that usually when uh, YouTubers make videos like this, they've uh, look shit, full of snarky, crappy comments, or <laughs> the, you know, the ideas themselves are crap. This mm. is just perfectly pitched. It looks incredible. The editing they did to make it work is just yep. beyond me. I like. I don't know how they've done it to make it look so good. It sounds just like a Nintendo Direct. And the only snarky comment is right at the end where they go, coming, you know, whenever or something. It says yeah. something like that <laughs> right at the end, right? Um, but James, you horrifically put it on for your family and didn't tell them that it was a parody. <laughs> Well, no, I, what an awful I, I, thing I, I, to do. I, I got like Chen to watch it and she was watching it and she was just like, oh, well, this is like everything I've wanted. They really listened to everybody and all that. And then I was like, yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's not real. She punched me like quite hard. <laughs> she was really angry. Fully deserved. Yeah, so, yeah. Fully yeah. deserved. Right, that's enough Animal Crossing. Should we get mm. to the emails? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Liz Walker says, Hi guys, I've put nearly 200 hours into Fire Emblem Three Houses, having now finished the DLC campaign and my third run of the main game. The game really scratches an itch that I've had since playing Shining Force 2 on the Mega Drive repeatedly as a kid, despite knowing the battles inside out and the tacti- uh, tactics for maximising supports and stats on the characters. As a result, I'm really keen to play more of the series. 
I've been casually browsing eBay for a cheap 2DS, uh, but my question is, should I go this route and get myself a 2DS or potentially wait for a Switch port stroke emulation of the games in the future? I know some of the GBA Fire Emblem games did add up on the virtual console, hence my hesitation to potentially put down 50 quid on a 2DS plus the cost of any games. Additionally, this is the first time I've cursed my previously broke self for trading in my Wii and Wii U at CEX, as I find myself wanting to play quite a few of the titles on the virtual console, e.g. Ocarina of Time, that have not yet made their way to the switch um get the 2ds get fire emblem awakening yeah man yeah, I, the fucking ocarina that. of time version on the 2ds is good <clears throat> that version <throat> of ocarina of time is very good um it is very good yeah yeah i mean if you wait for emulation you're going to be sitting playing at your pc i think that takes some of the fun out of it doesn't it yeah definitely i also i don't think these games like the fire emblem games they're not going to re-release them on switch i don't think no like not anytime soon it's uh they don't seem that interested in it no i think you're right which is a shame and yeah like I, awakening is probably the high point of the whole series right yeah i, I fucking definitely. loved it um in terms of the wii u did you guys see that tweet that went around the weekend of people saying actually if you've got a wii u just plug it in don't plug it into a tv just plug it into the power somewhere in your mm. house and in most circumstances the gamepad will pick up the you know the wii u and you'll use it as like a portable you know a virtual right, console portable, device you can't leave the room <laughs> <laughs> no you can't, you can't the signal is up. absolutely shocking i've, well, I've it? i okay. have weighed this up because i really want to play uh, Mario Galaxy 2 again and I'm still not hearing anything about the re-release and should I really spend any money on the re-release given that I already own the game? Probably not. Um, so yeah. Well, did you try that? Just have it plugged in and see how, how far yeah, you that's get it. I, yeah. I did that at work once where like, obviously we didn't have any TVs in the office. Not not like we, we had them in the boardrooms or whatever but um, mm. yeah, I just plugged it in and left it under one of the desks and <laughs> it was weird. It was just like a handheld. You forget the console's even there. <laughs> Um, after you initially load it up, though, because you've got to press that button on the pad to make it go. But that's it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, you no, know, I, I think I did it. Where else did I do it? Where else did I do that? I might have done that on a train. I've I definitely heard of people doing it on the train, yeah. I'm sure I did that on a train at one point <laughs> where I just plugged it in and just, yeah, sat and played because, yeah, you didn't need the TV. I, I bet that controller seems like some plasticky bullshit now, though. <laughs> yeah, and massive as well. Yeah. yeah, it really highlights the fucking because you, cause you as forget well. that, like <laughs> you know, we we talk about the Switch being a bit flimsy and chunky now, but when the Switch first came out, it's like, oh my god, this is like if Apple made a games console. <laughs> it yeah, was just yeah. like, look at how sleek it is. Yeah, I will say this: it was fucking well nicer to hold <laughs> that <laughs> Wii U pad. <laughs> Uh, it was yeah, it was super comfortable. Wasn't yeah, yeah. It? It was, well, it was I mean, nice. compared to holding a switch in handheld mode, yes, it was way more comfortable. But then you know, <laughs> yeah. The, but the downside is that it's massive, and yeah, I do worry about the resolution in twenty twenty. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, Reese says hi team CGS uh, firstly wanted to say thanks for keeping the show going regularly during this shitty time and barely mentioning the big Rona during the pod I'm an essential worker and my daily commute to put baddies in jail is made immensely more normal by a few top blokes and Matt having a chin wag uh, about gaming it keeps me from being in a constant state of worry uh, sorry about the bit where we slagged off the police earlier, earlier Reese. Um, <laughs> with things how they are when I get back from work uh, sometimes feel like I need 30 to 45 minutes of gaming with my headphones in to forget about the day and escape from reality but I feel bad about my other half who's been stuck in lockdown all day and wants to spend time together we, had a, we have a good compromise and she doesn't make a fuss but I'm definitely aware I'm being a bit selfish my question is this do you ever feel guilty about spending time gaming over other social or family activities yep 
Well, I certainly feel <laughs> guilt. I mean, yeah, uh, I think, uh, like, certainly, so Nu goes to bed at, like, nine most days, especially because because of the current situation, she's up super early for work. So I, I usually, like, that's my time to get any gaming done. Um, so it's not usually much of a conflict. Usually no, but are there times where you're in the front room together and you're just kind of like, actually, I just want to play a game. <laughs> Because I've done that a few times and I feel a bit guilty. It but depends. At the same time. Like it, if if there's something she wants to watch, because like she you know, she watches a few things. I'm not like I don't mind, but I'm not massively interested in like you know RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff. Um, I'll happily just get the Switch out or the iPad or whatever. Um, oh, I do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't worry about that stuff. Mm. It's just more when like I'll be like, oh, do you want to watch this? And I'm kind of like, actually, I just want to play a game tonight. Do you want to do something else? And she's <laughs> yeah, like, I'm totally with you there. She's usually like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. she's, that doesn't make me feel guilty about it, but yeah. I do still feel guilty about it. There's no doubt about <laughs> that. It's worse at the moment as well because, you know, like you both work in a house yeah. and then you also feel bad saying, oh, also, I'm now going to spend a couple of hours also up in another, in another room upstairs when yeah so yeah it's t- tough at the moment i think but See, yeah, i, 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 I feel, feel that i feel less bad now because we're all together 24 7 and so any time where i'm just like i'm gonna just play a game on my own i, f- I don't feel terribly selfish well, about yeah that but when the kids are in bed and it's just the two of you and you're like okay i'm gonna play a game now like yeah. <laughs> it's a bit yeah i don't know it is difficult um, and of course, in this situation, the, the emotions are heightened and exposed, and it's getting really weird now, isn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a it's a constant juggling act. Like, so, yeah, some days I'm like, you know, I, I feel fine doing it, but other days I'm like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll stay downstairs and we'll watch something. But really, I just want to, you know, do some other things on games. But you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, yeah, sure. like, like for me, it's probably easier because because my wife is still going out of the house to work and so yeah and i know there's just those few hours in the evening before she goes to bed so yeah when she's around she's around and when she's not she's not whereas if she was in the house 24 7 then yeah it's that you've got to sort of draw those lines yourself haven't you like so yeah no i get it yeah yeah it, i mean there's so many relationships are being put under strain at the moment mm-hmm. where, where you're both just locked in like yeah. it's it's crazy i mm. think we're doing okay it's just like it, 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 there are times where it's just like wow, this is. Different. I'll tell you what. After after China came out of lockdown, well, they're not completely at the moment, but mostly, do you know, there was a spike in divorces. Really? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. we've been hearing that for ages, haven't we? Yeah, that, I'm not surprised. It's going to be a big thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, right. On that note, uh, Luke Watts says, "Hello, lads. Currently watching the show Lego Masters on Channel Four, which is essentially Bake Off but Lego. If you could create a show with this format, what craft would the show be based around, and what would it be called?" I've not heard this show. This oh, sounds great. Yeah, sounds yeah, firstly, that sounds great. Secondly, hmm, let me think. Where, where uh, a show where uh, we maybe we could be judges? Uh, what what could they make? that we play all experience <laughs> and decide whether they're good. Video games, video games. Let's get a game jam where me and you, where, where, where us lot just slag off whatever we've <laughs> come up with. <laughs> uh, that would actually be yeah. cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, just a series yeah, of game jams. it would jams, be amazingly judges, cool. Viewing yeah. figures would be low, but <laughs> it doesn't matter because this is a fantasy game that we're, we're coming up with. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd love that. To, to to do a game jam with four judges that have to play the game and then give their feedback like that, that'd be great. 
What about a show yeah. where people have to produce podcasts and we... <laughs> I thought that as well. Yeah, <laughs> where we sit down and just go, listen, Leon, uh, you need to lighten it up a bit, mate. I've really gone for them this week. I don't know why. I think it's because I found out that Sean is a patron of their show. <laughs> and it's enraged me. It's lit the fire again. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, something like that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Any any other ideas? Oh, James, come on. You must have a good one. I've got nothing. Lectures? I think the, po- the podcast idea is a great one. I'd love that. <laughs> Which are? Yeah. Yeah, our first contestant, Gaming Steve, who is the man <laughs> with the game information. Right, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> it'd be like every episode. It'd be like, right, they'll be like, you know, they have to produce a podcast on a certain theme. So it's like, right, guys, this week... We've finally, finally reached the true crime episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could, it could just be, yeah, like, you, you've got to come up with a new podcast, like, format. Just keep just keep coming up with formats. They just get more and more just ridiculous and absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, interview Louis Farouk episode. <laughs> we all know what that's like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Miriam Endiata says, Dear TCGS team, thank you for sharing your take on the Microsoft presentation. As a result of your discussion about ageing and the age of your listeners, I began to think about gaming's effects on the body. Purely in, uh, in ergonomic terms, what element of gaming do you worry will have the severest effect on your health? For instance, when it comes to posture, uh, posture only the Wii controllers seem to go easy on your back as all other pads force your shoulders inwards, which surely can't be good for you. Keep up the wonderful work. Sincerely, Maria. I mean, my thumbs are fucked. I don't know about anyone else's. Yeah, it's my hands. Yeah. No, my, my thumbs hands are okay. I think my fingers, my four fingers, like if I slowly put them into um, a fist, yeah. there's like I was, an, say I was gonna there's an area that I can't go. You know what I mean? So it smooth, smoothly moves into a, fl- uh, a, a fist, but then it clicks like a little bit. Like that just locks weird. in. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I've had that for ready, years, though, ready man. For, I've had that I'm ready for, for punching in spoons now. No, my, my major worry is my back. Really? Because, you know, I sit forward a lot while I'm gaming as well. Yeah, and I, yeah. You know, I slouch a lot. It's really, really bad. I know my back is going to be a fucking nightmare in about five years' time. See, the, the, the shoulders thing is interesting because, you know, I've always said I, I quite like playing the Switch with just the Joy-Cons, like one one in each hand. Um, and have yeah, you mentioned ne- that? I don't think, you've mentioned that, have you? Have you like, met a couple of times? A couple of times. Once or twice. Show, one or twice. It's worth. Show? It's worth just what? you know you jogging your memory. Just bring it. You know. Um, I so I'm worried that you forget sometimes. One in each hand. One well, in each hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bell. Just just one like lying down on the sofa. One in the left hand. One in the right. Separate. What in each hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one in each. One in each hand. Nintendo Switch. And yeah, and it's just now occurred to me. Yeah, because it it prevents that that shoulder hunching, which is probably why I quite like it. Each hand, I um yeah, but but I did like I remember when uh, I had that problem with my neck and my shoulder last year, Mm. and the doctor checked my shoulders, like the muscles in my shoulders, and it was like one of those moments where he was like, "Fucking." It's like it's like your shoulders are in constant spasm. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds about right. Nice. I've been carrying free podcasters throughout our career. Hey, uh, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, Sorry, um, my my hands have never been the same since I fell off my my skateboard. Really? Frankly, 
Like, there, there, there was one week I'm like, I, I, I know I can't text as quick now. I mean, it wasn't even a bad injury, but... That's just yeah, getting old, mate. Coming. That's just getting old. Yeah, it that, sounds yeah. like you're denying ageing there, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because it happened like it almost instantly. Like, how I, I can't type as fast. Oh, uh, I think you're getting old, sir. No, it must be down to my super cool skateboarding <laughs> accident that I had. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't happen overnight. No, sir. So I'm sorry, sir. You're heading towards your 40s now. That's no, not age. You're I've, heading I've towards been your 40s. Too much this weed is going to have skateboarding friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't like eat my shorts, granddad. <laughs> uh, right, one more email. Uh, should be a quick one. Callum says, hi, guys. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time email. I've got a question for you. Can you all recommend one book, TV show, or game that us mere mortals may have missed and should check out whilst isolating like good, responsible people? Um, oh, gosh. I right. recommend... Good, good, sorry, book, book, movie, and... Book, TV show, well, it says and one game, but let's go with or because oh. we'll be here all night. Okay. Okay, right, sure. Let me go first. Okay. Um, books, uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed. I, I mean, you may have heard of that. Yes, but, very good. Um, John Ronson's uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed is excellent and really highlights a problem that I have with social media. Mm. Um, whether you disagree or agree with some of the villains in the book, reflecting on your own reactions to that is quite important. And that's yeah. what that book goes into uh without sounding preachy or making you feel bad about past actions um yeah it's really really good uh tv shows 90 day fiance (laughs) it's the most trashiest nastiest piece of work on television and by god is it good so (laughs) have a look out i don't know how you can watch them but i'm sure there are ways speak to your uncle don uh, and go, there's eight seasons of that stuff. Uh, so we're working through that at the moment. And um, what was the last one? Game. 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 I mean, the idea was uh, to just do one each, but God. <laughs> no, no, oh, I'll was do it? all three. I thought you were supposed to do all three. Well, yeah, he, he course, said sure. and, and I said, let's change it to war, or else we'll be here no, all night. We're all, we're all doing all three. Come on, let's go. Oh, okay. Um, uh, game, I, I don't know. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, that'd be fun. Right, it can't be Sean. We've spoken about games enough. Sean? Uh, fucking book. Oh, God knows. I don't read. Uh, the Arrival by Sean Tan. I think I mentioned it when we talked about graphic novel chat. Uh, beautiful book. Um, about uh, immigration and the difficulties therein. Uh, TV show, uh, Joe Parra Talks With You. I've probably mentioned it before. It's fucking stunning. It's on, it's on 4OD. Um, it's this... Just weird, quiet, kind of sad comedy that doesn't really have any jokes in it. But everyone who's watched a lot of it is like, oh, yeah, this is like legitimately healing for my brain. Um, and I think that's something people could do with at the moment. Uh, similar reasons. Uh, game, Wonder Song, um, which I still need to finish. I did actually go back to it, but I've not played enough yet to really, you know, for it to be worth talking about it anymore. But I am planning on getting that finished soon because it's something I need at the moment. <laughs> Yeah. Matt. Okay, TV show Devs. Uh that's mm. it's on iPlayer. Uh a, a a guy goes to work at a tech firm and something happens and there's like another eight episodes after that, or seven episodes. It's absolutely fantastic. It's by Oh my god, why am I blanking on here? Alex, Alex Garland, yeah, wrote and directed it. Uh terrible name, terrible logo, but amazing show. So if you like any of Alex <laughs> Garland's logo. previous work, uh go go and watch that. The book uh, the Road by Cormac McCarthy, or The Stranger by Albert Albert Camus. This is the road uh, bleak as fuck. Camus. 
It is, but it's one of my favourites all time. Okay. But you know, maybe you're into that. You know, the yeah, robot. Yeah, it's not good in the current. Is yeah, is stunning. Oh, <laughs> uh, all the stranger, all metamorphosis by you know Franz Kafka. Um, game. Oh, actually, TV show. If you if you don't want devs, then Big Train. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> Amazing uh, sort of uh, sketch show from the nineties. Big Train. Um, That's a weird Big Train. One. Yeah, it's got one. Of, yeah, I mean, it's got some of the best sketches of all time in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're arguing all the time for like, is that better than Far Show? And no. on one day it would be Big Train, and other days it would be. Anyway. Uh, Big game, Train's incredible, but it's not better than Far Show, is it? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made. I think there uh, is. Well, I think there is a game. <laughs> I think hmm. there is. I mean, choose any game. Uh, Detroit. There you go. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Ash. James, <laughs> uh, book. I'm going to go uh, two billion eyes, which is the story of uh, like the inside story of like China's state media. It's pretty perfect interesting. opportunity like to plug your own book there. But yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> it's not not mine, but it's uh, it's a good book. Um, for see for TV, I was going to say devs as well because I'm really enjoying that. Um, but instead, I'll probably say Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, oh, which is like, need... oh, is that good? Yeah, it is good. Yeah, it is good. I mean, it's it it starts off a bit ropey, but it gets better. And I still like the fact that the main character is called Iron, even though his real name is Ian, <laughs> and he's just like he just calls himself Iron because it sounds like <laughs> sounds better or whatever. But no, it's it's pretty good. I I quite enjoyed it. There's yeah, there's quite yeah, a, quite a good of episodes in it. Um, the other thing. What? No, sorry, I just thought, what, what was what? the answer is Call of Duty, Friends, Where's Wally 2? <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the answer that I was expecting. Sessions. <laughs> but game game you I'm know. gonna go with like with, with that Batman game that I was talking about oh, yeah. earlier because I really think more people should play that because it's cool. good. Yeah. So oh, Batman bloody repeats. Alright mate, chill out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not for me, mate. I like them. Go that's, on. that's it for emails. Oh. Uh, let's go for. Uh, <laughs> let's go for. Um, let's go for. Not for me. I like them. I just. I just. <laughs> yeah, just uh, you just said that you want to. Don't you know? If you haven't got one ready, don't. <laughs> go, 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 is this go. office yeah, references again? Yeah, is this yeah, office. Right. Oh, yeah. is it? There's been about five or six, haven't there? Is it? You know, Dave, when you sent me that when you sent me that gif earlier from the office, I was so tempted to reply, going, "Sorry, what's this from?" <laughs> <laughs> You've charmed me. Oh, Go on. Explain, explain it to him later. Um, <laughs> Daniel Moore. Uh, um, will the next gen consoles come with a packing title, or will you have to lay it on our 50 quid to buy a game looking at you, Switch, to play on day one? What will no, those packing pack titles be? The packing titles are gone now, aren't they? Well, when's the last titles anymore? Yeah, well, okay, so well, when was the last packing title? They usually come later in the console's life, don't they? They no, very uh, rarely launch them. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, yes, no, Wii, Wii Sports. Yep. That that was the last one, wasn't um, it? Nintendo Land did that not come with a Wii U? N- not necessarily. Mm, no, no, it did not. My- oh, Nintendo Land did come with a yeah, Wii did, U. Didn't it? It wasn't it only in Europe. But it still counts. Black one, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, did it I would say console? Nintendo Land. Yeah, that came with the Wii. No, did it only come with the premium, or did it? Come yeah, with yeah, the it, it came with the black version of that of the console. Of, I'm very sure. Oh, but not the the white. Whatever one. that was called. The elite one, I don't know. No, Pro. I guess packings are gone now. And yeah, you know, things like Game Pass, now you get like a two week or a month trial of Game Pass, and that is the packing. Things. Yeah, why do you need it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Shame, really. I mean, one two Switch totally should have been a packing for the Switch. I cannot believe God, it yeah, wasn't. charging full whack for that. Uh, mental. Okay. Shame. I wonder if we'll ever see uh, one free Switch. 
Andy Godwin, um, when do you think we'll see pre-order prices drop on digital stores? I buy digitally, but if I wanted a game on launch date, I would have to play more. I have to pay more than the physical options online almost every time. Pre-order bonuses rarely seem worth paying for. Stay safe, guys. I mean, digital prices obviously are getting cheaper these days, and there's like a million sales all the time. But um, but yeah, he's right. Those pre-orders are always... Fucking daft for the prices. Not, not always though. No? Like with nin- Nintendo stuff, they sometimes do offers. You know, where it's like, like if you if you pre order it, then it's cheaper. Oh, that's indie like, stuff though. It's not actual Nintendo yeah. stuff, is it? That's true, yeah. Um, and I know like on Steam, like when I've got Alex, like that you got ten percent reduction if you pre ordered it on there. So yeah. some places do that, but it's rare on console isn't it? and then obviously you're paying full whack and you have to like, you know, get it like, you know, typically well, not typically, but often uh, games, physical games, would ship ship earlier, ship sooner. Uh, I'm surprised then. that there's like cheaper codes readily available everywhere. Mm. Like, I was looking at that 51 worldwide games, and yeah, you can get it from for shop that. two for like five quid cheaper already. Yeah, yeah. definitely get it from there. I mean, th- th- that's a game that's well. Yeah, I think I presume that is digital only, actually. So, uh, I mean, I, really... know, I think there's a physical version. How was it? Oh, yeah, yeah I, want, I want that digital in it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like it's in publishers, developers, whoever's best interest to incentivize pre-orders, right? That's why they love them so much because all pre-orders count as like first day sales. So the charts for that day, week, whatever, you know, you in theoretically you'll shoot up the charts and then that gives you way more visibility, especially on like Steam and stuff where it's a fucking nightmare to get seen sometimes. Um, yeah, which then generates more sales and that's that's why they do it. So yeah, for like... I mean, obviously, Nintendo are quite happy to be like, ah, fuck you, it's 60 quid for the new Mario because they know you'll pay it. But in a lot of other cases, yeah, there's that incentive to give a bit of a discount if you pre-order it because it helps them in the long run. So, plus, like, there's no... Yeah, but it also ruins the reason why they want you to pre-order in the first place, if that's the case. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose, like, obviously, you know, with ordering games from a shop or a, you know Amazon whatever you pre-order to make sure it arrives on day of release or maybe a little bit earlier if you're lucky yeah with a digital download i mean you know it's not going to arrive early but i suppose at least usually it allows you to preload the pre-order right so you definitely does, could to yeah. go from midnight. Uh, yeah. but i mean i don't know is that a big enough incentive i suppose as games get bigger that's going to be more and more of a thing right you wouldn't want to buy a digital download on the day of release and be like right cool see you tomorrow it's 60 gig like <laughs> so well, double that well yeah. yeah it was weird i with animal crossing i got it digitally i pre-ordered it on either shop two or cd keys cd or keys special it's it a gray market special that wasn't it <laughs> yeah so much cheaper yeah and it was just nice to have that installed for a week, knowing that the moment it ticked over, I mean, I wasn't awake, but the moment it ticked over, I could play it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not worried about it. So, not have to wait for Poospin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I didn't have to go early because the Poospin <laughs> delivered it really early. <laughs> hey, yeah, how much, right? It's one of those, like, you'd love to difference? have had that digitally now, right? If you could rebuy uh, it. I mean, yes and no, because I, I don't really take. It's the only physical Switch game I've got. Um, oh, right, so, so it's like, so a, it's like I, a digital game anyway. Yeah, yeah, might as well be digital, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but also, I don't see myself ever selling it, so I probably, on reflection, probably should have got digitally because, 
you know. Um, it's surprising M- that, uh, well, no, it's not surprising that they don't offer an upgrade. How would they ever control that? That would be insane. <laughs> All right, go That's on. insane idea, David. That's, it is. It's, it's I, really, I realise that at the moment the thought was starting to come out of my mouth. And yeah. then I shut <laughs> Wouldn't it be crap for fuck's sake? I mean, what you want to do is, is take note of that, Matt, because, uh, yeah, it, it's okay to bail on a bad idea is, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Next tweet. Uh, MD Krabuffs, if there was an Olympics for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance of winning a medal in? Olympics for moaning. Moaning, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think my dad's got you beat there. Um, I think think, think it'd beat you at that. Uh, I mean, Um, I'd love to see that, wouldn't you? Like, like, if that was an actual activity, moaning. Yeah, moan off. (laughs) The moan off. Yeah, my dad just having a moan off. Um, For me, it would be football, I think. Come on, what? <laughs> Come on. One of the best football players in the world. I just oh, okay. soccer. Just I just haven't shown off in front of a yeah, never had a chance coach to. Yeah, yet. Yeah, That's yeah. all. That makes sense. <laughs> I, can't can't be it, I can't do keeping been up. Scouted. Though. Haven't been scouted yet. Yeah, I haven't been scouted yet. <laughs> I don't know. What's your answer? Yeah, that's what I mean, Dave, can I ask you a question? Go on. If imagine that you were out like in the park, you know, having a kickabout, and then yeah. a scout came up to you and was like, We're interested, you know, like in, <laughs> in the scouts. Boy Scout. If or... that if that scout was for Crystal Palace, would you still wanna would you still go for it? At the age I'm at now, absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck but, no. no. But that could be your ticket to another club. <laughs> but then You're just give me the ticket now. No. Just give me the ticket now. I'll get the ticket now. I'll go. I'll, do, I'll, I'll say tell all your friends, and then I'd I'd go get trials at Leighton Orient or something, and then work my way up. That'd be. But I'm not playing for Crystal Palace. Well, Imagine no, walking like, out on the pitch in front of those nothing. divs. Then oh, <laughs> we've got our flags. We're going to cheer. Let the games begin, David. Let the games begin. Here comes David warming up on the touchline. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let the Dave's begin. It'll <laughs> say. <laughs> It's Palace Ultras. Alright. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, one thing though, one thing I will be safe from, I'm not going to run onto the pitch at Sellers Park in front of the home fans and Matt be there. He never fucking goes. So it'd be alright. I could just do it in front of the. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, I, I, really, I really go, yeah. That's <laughs> What's your point? Not a real fan, that's my point. Right, okay. Yeah, my, answer, um, my, answer, yeah, my answer is procrastination because I can do that. All fucking day. Imagine the crowds all watching me trying to do some work. And they're <laughs> like, oh, he's, hang on. He's looking I, at the screen. I want to he's, see all these. He's put his hand on the keyboard. Oh, hang on. No, he's just wondered if one of the group chats he's muted to try and be more productive has just had some activity in it. And he's checking his phone again. And he's on the news. <laughs> and he's on Twitter. And he, that's it. He's gone. That's see you in an hour, folks. Now we're doing some filing. Yeah. Great Matt, stuff. Um, mine will probably be jerking it. Uh, right, <laughs> probably. I mean, well, what definitely. what constitutes being good at that? Is it like just speed or how much? Next question. Um, you enjoy satisfaction, it? Ad- advanced Pi- techniques. The satisfaction. I fill out my own um, uh, <laughs> feedback form. <laughs> Dave, do you have one of stickers saying how am I doing? Phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a satisfaction uh, feedback form that I fill out, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it fluctuates. Four stars. <laughs> cool. Very, it's very tired now. Twenty. Out of cool. <laughs> a hundred, in a, in a way. Um, pie <laughs> trick. Are there games that you regularly think about that stuck with you? For example, I regularly think about Near Automata, its story and about the purpose of life. It's a good shout. It's very. It's a game that burrows its way into your head because it's full of weird shit. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, Red Dead 2 for me, I think, is up there. Really? Yeah, I think about that a lot. Oh, cool. I just think about him reflecting on his life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a big, yeah, it's quite yeah. a big thing for me. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, having yeah. that opportunity to know that you're going to die and reflect on your life like that is... I mean, um... spoilers, but... Yeah, it's <laughs> Is that on Game Pass uh, now, guys? Yeah. Good. good point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, everyone's just sorry about that one. <laughs> Don't delete that now. <laughs> sorry about that one. Uh, sorry about but yeah, that. that's incredible. Yeah, mm. really, really effective. Um, and obviously that scene that we've spoken about a lot that gets to me as well. Yeah, because the instant where he realizes what's going on and then realizes everything that he was planning on mm-hmm. is not happening mm-hmm. is. Bad. Well, wow. good. Or bad. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it makes you think. It certainly does. Um, I'm going to say it again. Wonder song, because it's a good reminder that most people who are horrible are actually just usually scared or misled or otherwise vulnerable, and they're just showing it in the worst possible way. And yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Like it. Uh. James, do you want to say Batman now or after I, was I do? Gonna, actually, yeah, I was going to say yeah, that. Yeah, might as well get a crowbar third mention. Yeah, so most, yeah, most recent Batman one played, that's Top quality yeah. game. Mine is definitely Walking Dead uh, uh, yeah, finale, uh, Walking Dead season one. That's, yeah, what, what a game. What about Tetris? Yeah, the same effect? Tetris. Same effect? Less, less yeah, emotional. About it, mate. There's no emotions <laughs> in Tetris. That's not That's true because I played Tetris Effect again this week because it's come out on the Oculus Quest and it's still fucking oh, yeah, wicked. Is it? Are there any other differences other than the factors on Quest? Uh, same or, game. But yeah, it still but, looks great. still sounds great. Like those first few levels, man, fuck me. Actually, about to game. What was the fucking... I, I was thinking the other day, actually really could do with a Life is Strange game right now. <laughs> oh my god, I was thinking that too. I was thinking, yeah. like, it'd be perfect right now. Yeah, yeah. What are they yeah. doing? Just kidding. Well, making another one. They but work from home. <laughs> yeah. They work I from home what the too. subject's going to be about. I've just got a feeling that this might be... Yeah. Okay, go on. Is it, it's called Home is Strange. Um, that's it for tweets. Isolation is strange. Uh, yeah, right, okay. Lockdown is then, strange. Let, let's hear about what happens if you've got... Amazon Prime. Go on. Okay, right. Friday night at nine, James is streaming Dreams. He enjoyed that yes. on Friday, didn't he, James? It was good, yeah. It was good. Nice one. On Saturday, if you're $10 and above Patreon, we are doing this month's Talks Over Live uh, on YouTube. Uh, so go over to Patreon uh, for details of that or support us on Patreon if you want to watch it live on Saturday night, uh, Saturday at nine. Sunday, I'm back for more Resident Evil 3 remake uh, Sunday night at eight. And Sean may be streaming Disaster Report on Tuesday. Yeah, anyway, so it won't be on Tuesday this week. It's probably going to be Wednesday or maybe Thursday. I'm not sure. Um, but obviously, yeah, if you listen to this on the day it comes out, you have still got time to catch it. I am rapidly going off Disaster Report 4, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it one more go. But God, yeah, it was dry again last week for the sort of the first half of it. So, um, yeah, see how we go, I guess. I will say, like, about, uh, we are doing a bit uh, more, more streams at the moment and streams aren't just in the scheduled time so mm-hmm. if you are following us on Twitch think about sort of hitting that that notification icon the big or heart. It is. So you, the big yeah, love so you heart. get to know you get to know when we're streaming uh, rather than you know, if, you, if you're not on Twitter and stuff yeah. uh, again if you're Amazon Prime <laughs> you've got Twitch Prime always <laughs> the same stream monthly sub always uh, the same Patreon uh, is patreon.com slash GCGS as I just mentioned and you can go to thecomputergameshow.com for everything else 
Okay, that's it for another week. We will catch you next week with another wonderful episode of the Computer Game Show. Thanks for living it. Goodbye. I don't really feel like you believed a word of that. Oh, <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> I didn't. Phoning it in. I didn't, Sean. Yeah, good. I didn't. Good. I'm done. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. Night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Can you mention Batman again, James? Or? It's a very good game. Batman, The Enemy Within. Download it now. Okay, advert, hashtag ad. Switch eShop. Oh, okay, we can, we can stop now.